Okay, here we go. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Welcome to Modular Components. It's me, it's it's Vac. I'm on the attack with my friend Zach and the Rat Pack. Um, that was awful. And, Never and, do that ever again. Wow, okay, fine. Uh, Buster is here. do that every single time. Buster and Boingo are here, and they're just firing shots off. They came into this conversation, this lovely conversation about Marvel Legends that myself and Cody were having. And oh my god, it's Cody's face. Cody just turned on his camera finally. Oh, I don't know how long it's going to stay like that. We'll see. We'll see. Um, by the way, uh, the Cody handle is Snowcone83. I should probably that uh, is start with that. Snowcone80Me. Oh, hey, Snowcone, what are you drinking? Angry Orchard again. I think I was doing that one of the last times we were talking. Yeah, I'm sticking with my old favorite, Blue Moon. What Actually, about uh, what about what about you, little baby boys? What what non-alcoholic drinks are you drinking? I was drinking Pepsi. Pepsi's okay. I love Pepsi, man. Yeah, uh, sweet tea. I'm more of a Coke guy, but they, they only had Pepsi where I was. So, oof. Where were you? What were you doing before this? I'm not telling. Who are you, you. with? Who are your friends? Why are you Why are you lying to us? Why are you hiding oh. things from us? Well, let's just say I'm on the run. <laughs> That's understandable. Have a nice day. Oh, you said it wrong. It's like understandable. Have a nice day. Yeah. Uh, oh my Band god. That name. Uh, uh, my favorite memes, to be honest. It is pretty good. Yeah. Um. So, fellas, how's your week been? It's been at least the weekend has been dominated by Common Rider Saber, but we'll talk about that on Twit. Um. I'm guessing it's been uh, one week. Week since you looked at me. Da, 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 I'm not gonna say. Oh, you don't know that song by heart, you filthy Gen Z. I have it on my playlist. I have it on my playlist. I swear. Do you have any other bare naked ladies? No, I just have that one because of the Digimon movie. I have that one and one little slip from the Disney Chicken Little film. <laughs> someone made like a like I think someone made an AMV about that with like Fire Emblem characters from Smash. And... Oh my god! Now bare naked bare naked ladies is fucking their fucking choice. Yeah, they were like one of the one of the big Gen X bands, weren't they? In Canada, I'm yeah. big in Canada. I know Weird Al did like a parrot, like he did like one of his parodies was like I actually have I have it because I have Running with Scissors on DVD. Whatever he did like a like a one week parody, but it was all about Jerry Springer. That's the most 1999 sentence I think I've ever said. No, like bare naked ladies are probably like Canada's Beatles. Oh wow, they're like they're that important to the music scene in Canada. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of stalling for time so Cody can get his shit together. <laughs> this is legitimately the most entertaining <laughs> this show has been in a while. I, I can't tell. Oh, he's still wearing the crooked shirt. <laughs> oh, no. It's like watching Fuse Disaster <laughs> of a Younger Brother. Dude, don't try. All right. You Fuck. don't have to have a webcam if you don't want. Honestly, the room beneath me. I'm fucking trying to put it somewhere, and I can't figure out where. My the shitty little like thing I. Do have. I need to buy you a tripod on Amazon? Is that what needs to happen right no, now? I fucking have one. I can't remember where I put it. I'll take it out tomorrow. Oh my god, it's a phone. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> I'm going to take this and put this Once right here. Once he sets his mind to something like this, it's going to happen. Fuck. <laughs> you just going to swear. Uh, that's a bad like... idea. <laughs> no, I'll get it. Y'all just keep going. I know. We got it. What am I going to go on about? This is quality television right here. I should be recording the screen. 
Uh, Huzzah! Oh, he did it. That's a that's There's... a really bad way to have that sitting there. <laughs> that's a lot well, of money if... just chilling. Right there. Well, it if it goes been, like long... a narrator, like a Peppa Pig style narrator, like consistently explaining what was happening. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, well, I mean, uh, we got the dad from Peppa Pig right here, eh, Cody? Oh, Dang, <laughs> that's so mean. He has, he has dished out ten times worse to me in our entire lives. Okay, fair. no. This <laughs> anyway. Uh, I think I accidentally got vac hook on something this week. Yeah, holy shit! Are we gonna go right into that? Are yeah. Gonna... Yeah. Okay. Um, exact reason why I wanted to be here today. So this week I watched a little show called The Owl House in two days. Oh. I watched the entire first season plus the like what is it five episodes of season two yeah, that are five out. Episodes. And uh, yeah, I love it. It's basically Little Witch Academia by way of Gravity Falls. Uh, and it yeah. has the two most adorable little gay girls starring in it, and they're my daughters, and I want to love and protect them forever. And that's all there is to say. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a bit more to say, because everyone talks about the Lumity thing, but there's, like, a bit more to it. Like, uh, like I, for example, one of my favorite characters who just debuted in Season 2, Golden Guard, he's like, such a he's interesting. I don't feel like I have a read on him yet, though. Well, yeah, well, like, the two scenes he's in are just so good that I'm like, I love this man, I want to be this man. Yeah, the bit the bit that was the uh because I did watch your video, the bit that's the end screen of your video with him and King is fucking hilarious. It is. It's it's like it is like that moment was like, okay, I like this guy. I can't wait to see his backstory because in the season two intro, there's like a little thing that shows like him like w- w- taking off his mask, and I'm like, ooh, backstory. So he is also like uh, Lilif said, he's he's like the whiz kid of that uh, clan. Like he gets put on a pedestal because he was really good at shit from a young age. So hmm. I'm like, what's up with that? Yeah, and then like the the like the recent episode uh, season. Well, not only did it give us a Gus focus episode, and also the uh, more Liberty moments, uh, big one. Uh, yeah, that, that whole episode was basically them just like taking the lid off of Pandora's box and being like, yeah, all right, we're doing it. It's happening. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're doing, we're doing the gay ship. We're doing it in the middle of the show instead of just randomly doing it at the end of the show. Like so many shows before it has. Yeah, honestly, like I, I had a friend who was complaining about that trope in fiction where it's like, Oh, they always get together at the end. And mm-hmm. it's like, now we get to see like, we, we I mean, yeah, like we've already seen their dynamic. But now we get to see them more, like, you know, together and throughout the show, though. Uh, I would not be surprised if they are properly dating by the end of this season. Yeah, uh, problem is, this is the last full season. We are getting a season three, but it's just going to be, like, three to four TV movies. Really? I hadn't heard that. Yeah, and it's kind of unfortunate that season three is getting cut short. I, I still, like, I, I feel like, like... With other the other Disney Isekai show Amphibia, they wanted just three seasons to tell their story because it's like a trilogy. I'm not sure how Owl House feels, like how that that crew feels about getting cut short. Yeah, that'd be uh, that'd be an interesting thing to learn via interviews. But yeah, so. like uh, Dan- Dana Terrence has been really good about doing interviews with like other news outlets and YouTubers, like and also a uh, Matt Braley who did Amphibia. So hopefully. Like, uh, we'll learn, we're gonna learn more about it as, like, the show goes on and NDA start being lifted. Mm. Um, who's uh, the, uh, uh, studio behind, uh, Owl House? Is it, like, similar, like, what other, what else have they done? Oh, it's, like, Disney and they, like, outsource it to other, like, companies for animation. 
Um, I, I guess I, Riders is my better question. He's, Sorry, back. he's not officially listed as like a head honcho, but I know um, Alex Hirsch has had a big hand in it. Like the uh, the the actual creator was a storyboarder on Gravity Falls, so he was kind of like Alex Hirsch was kind of like a big push for, hey, this guy has a great idea, let's do this. Uh, actually, girl, and also uh, actually oh, uh, Alex Hirsch and uh, Alex Hirsch and Dana Terrence are actually uh, like dating so that's <laughs> oh shit okay i don't follow the ins and outs of the cartoon community so like all of this is news to me well it's not, it's more production and also alex hirsch voices like king and other characters on the show yeah. so mm-hmm. and that's that's i think that's the thing that got me hooked within the first episode was his performance as king which is just the best yeah he, he, like someone put it best he's just doing his bill cypher voice but the way it's written is like just makes it even funnier it comes off it comes off very different too um, yeah. Apparently, Alex Hurst isn't doing anything major other than voices for Owl House. Because yeah. he's working on his own show on uh, Netflix. Oh, oh what yeah. is he doing for Netflix? Uh, I, I might have seen... Is it the um, uh, fucking Llama one? Maybe. That seems Hold like on. something he'd be connected to. Now, I, I don't think his Netflix projects has been announced. I know he, like, did some, like, scripting for Mitchell's vs. the Machines, but that wasn't intended to go to Netflix, so... He's also a voice in that. And apparently he isn't credited as a screenwriter in that. Yeah, but he said he was helping, like, dra- draft up some stuff. Yeah. Uh, he did some uncredited uh, screenwriting story contribution to Spider-Verse. Yeah, I also oh. think he did Detective Pikachu stuff. It's not on his Wikipedia page. I, I remember he was, like, early, there was, like, early talks for him to be involved, so... Uh, he's a voice on Amphibia. Kid Cosmic is... Oh, actually, thing that, on Netflix that he worked uh, on. The, the funniest thing about him being in a voice on Amphibia, he voices Grunkle Stan. Okay, I, I need to explain this because this is one of the like the craziest Amphibia episodes. Basically, they go like there's this like apparently the frog Grunkle Stan exists, and it's literally just a gravity. Fo- it's literally just Grunkle Stan and Seuss that he voices, like, but just as frogs, and they're kind of evil. Um, Weird. It's like a one-off episode, but it kind of makes sense because it's kind of like uh, Matt Braley's, because mm-hmm. Matt Braley was a big, like, that's how he got to start Gravity Falls, like, and that's basically his big tribute to Alex Hirsch for basically landing him that show. Um, the thing is, like, I um, I, I don't know if I've explained this to you, Buster, but I started out trying to watch Amphibia, and I just could not get through the first episode because I'm... I'm betting it'll probably get better later, but I found a lot of the humor in the first episode to be super grating. Okay, so I shut that's... it off and I switched to Owl House and just instantly fell in love. Okay, yeah, I'll admit, Amphibia is a very, very slow burn. There's not much plot in season one, while season two is there's more like consistent plot. And also, mm-hmm. like they, they they have to find their comedic footing. Um, like I, I might suggest an episode to start with, like so you can like maybe get a better feel when they like got everything figured out. Okay, maybe I'll maybe I'll do that some other time then. Yeah, because I know you 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 that was kind of a what what because I know you're like you have free time now and like that's not gonna it be was, there forever. It was literally just I was sitting around one night going like, oh man, I got a couple hours left in the day. I want to watch stuff. I don't have anything I need to do, so I kind of just want to veg out and watch something. And I probably should watch Clone Wars because I'm almost done with Clone Wars, but I don't want to watch Clone because I watched Clone Wars this morning. So what else can I watch? Oh, Buster recommended those two Disney shows. Let's see if they're on Disney Plus. They're making a Moon Girl and Devil Dino show. Oh yeah, I'm actually yeah. really excited Ooh. about that. Yeah, like out of any Marvel property, that makes the most sense to turn into a Disney cartoon. 
It really does, because I always heard like Moon Girl Devil Dinosaur is very kid oriented. Uh, so yeah. it's like that. Makes I've read sense. a few issues of it. It's pretty cute. She's, she's always a, a treat to see whenever she pops up in a big old crossover, because when she's in a big old crossover, you know, great. They're not going to be overly dark and cynical in this one. It's going to be a lighthearted, fun story. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, the other thing I really enjoyed about uh, Owl House was uh, Edith and Lilith and their whole backstory. Oh, yeah, um, they're great. Yeah, um, I w- it was another thing that grabbed me because the only two voices I recognized right from the start was Alex Hirsch and Edith's voice actress, but I couldn't place her name. And about halfway through season one, I decided to just go on the IMDb and figure out who everyone was. And I literally had this double moment of, oh, my God, Edith is Yzma and oh, my God, Amity is Katara. <laughs> oh, that was great. Um but no, I, I like their backstory, their whole broken family thing, and the, uh, the way it's also, been like, wholesoming up in season two has been great. Yeah, the, actually, one of my favorite parts of season two that, like, sadly kind of got cut short was uh, Lilith and Hootie's dynamic. I thought that was a very adorable dynamic. Yeah, because you called, you called Hootie the CEO of comedy in your video. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna admit it took me a long time to warm up to Hootie, but okay, by the end of, by the end of season one, by the end of season one, I was warmed up to him, and because I was finally warmed up to him, him and Lilith becoming friends in season two was was really great to me. I, I kind of did that as a joke, just because I, I okay I needed a thing to describe Hootie, uh, uh, CEOs. Uh, now that's funny. I like corporate. <laughs> I like making fun of corporations. So, uh, uh comedy. It's a comedy focused show. So it's just. Mm-hmm. There, they're a little in-depth into my writing process. Just throw things that are slightly tangential to everything. As long as it works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as I as I mentioned in the video, like Vax referring to, there's a quite there's like uh some Sakuga moments in this yeah. show. Oh my god. The uh the dance scene and the fight both just mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah. We haven't got one in season two, which I'm like, oh, I'm okay with because we haven't really got a big moment that warns it. And well, the, well, the dance there. scene isn't until, like, the, what, the 13th or 15th episode? So we got a ways to go if we're being proportionate. Yeah, good point. Like, I'm pretty sure we're getting one in the final episode and sometime mid-season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm I'm enjoying Owl House. I, I'm, it's it's weird because a lot of people um are like, oh, it's, it's very Gravity Falls. There's a lot of mysteries in it, but, like, I'm not finding myself clamoring to know everything about the mysteries right now. I'm just enjoying the characters. Yeah, um, like, that's probably the strongest point of Owl House. Like, I'm not saying Gravity Falls doesn't have bad characters. Gravity Falls has amazing characters. But mm-hmm. Owl House is more, like, it's less about the mystery and more about, hey, let's build these characters. Let's make you like them. Let's, as you said, let's make 2012 Tumblr happy. Yeah, oh my god. If if the Legend of Korra fandom could see Owl House back when Legend of Korra was still going on, they'd probably blow a fucking gasket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm sure they're I'm sure they've all moved on now and they're all very happy for Owl House or are enjoying Owl House themselves. Yeah, like a lot you know, like a lot of people who like, you know, enjoy Korra, I have seen enjoying Owl House. I mean, re- really like I most cartoon people like I follow, they all they've watched most of the modern cartoons. Still think they should watch some of the older stuff because I feel like there's this weird they got this like weird soapbox. I feel like cartoon fans, there's like two types of cartoon fans that are like on opposite extremes. There's people who just watch the modern stuff and hate the old stuff, or people who just love the old stuff and hate the modern stuff. I'm like in the middle where I'm like, I love everything. Yeah, like, I feel like it really good. depends on when you came into things. Yeah, because 
I, I think like a lot of this has to do with like me like like growing up with like VHSs in the two thousands era, like four kids reruns and all that. So also, I, you're someone uh, like myself and Boingo, and I'm guessing also Snowcone, who's making a face right now. Um, yeah, I just uh, just got the like a uh, two thousands era, but like growing up in, and I was just like, oh, oh. like you <laughs> was a dagger. Good, Remember, remember, Buster is the child in the room, comparatively speaking. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oof. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing. Everybody in this call, we're all people who never really let go of our nerdy interests as we grow up. They maybe died down a little bit while we were teenagers, but they were still always there. I think people who just like old cartoons and don't look into new ones are people who had a long straw of I, I'm doing real life stuff and I don't care about any of those silly kids cartoons. And then they hit like 28, 30, maybe 40 and went like, oh, I'm nostalgic for all this shit. This is the best shit ever. And oh, what is this weird new stuff you're doing? That's all stupid. I just like my stuff. Yeah, that's actually a good way to put it. Just like you know, that apps, that hiatus, you kind of forgot like how things have evolved and worked. Mm -hmm. You get locked in. To the way things were when you were a kid. Yeah, and I, I feel like, like I feel like, with, like that could also work with like people being absent from franchises. Like I, I know, like a lot of people, they took a hiatus from Yu-Gi-Oh. They look at it now, like with sevens, and they're like, "What the hell is this?" And I'm like, "Oh, you've clearly not seen how everything's been going, both in Yu-Gi-Oh and just the card game anime in the card game anime stuff as a whole, with like the styles and stuff, like where like the strengths lie in." No, I've been, I've been, I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh, all that kind of jazz. And I peek back in every once in a while whenever, like, a new mechanic comes in, and I'm just looking at it like, god damn, the, the game design is just, it is very much trying to just be hot new things. Yeah. And it's I just like, it's mechanic upon mechanic upon mechanic upon mechanic. Yeah. Like, I'm not talking about the card game, I'm talking about the anime specifically. Like with the yeah, but the anime has to reflect that. Because oh, it's mechanic okay. over mechanic, the anime just goes like, all right, cool, we got to promote the new mechanic. All right, what can we do? I guess alternate dimensions? Sure, let's do that. I mean, it was the anniversary year for Arc 5 anyway, so... Like, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that was being thrown around anyway. It's also just funny, because, like, the last thing I remember... Uh, the moment I fully checked out of Yu-Gi-Oh!, I gave up on even trying to get into it. Because there were several times as a kid where I was like, maybe I'll get into Yu-Gi-Oh!, let's see about this, and then something else would come up. The moment they did a show that was them dueling on motorcycles, I was just kind of like, yeah, this is not for me. Introduced on that <laughs> one, so it's like... I was introduced on that one, so it's not strange to me. So Man, like, he, uh... I was just, uh, I never played Pokemon the card game or Yu-Gi-Oh the card game, but I collected both because I like to collect things. Um, I had, I would trade whatever I had for anybody's scapegoat. I would just have an absolute metric shit ton of scapegoats stored up uh, because I thought they were cute and cool and it was one of my favorite cards. So I just have like a bunch of them. I don't yeah, even no, know if I, you could do that in the game. No, it's like a, a card limit of three per deck. Yeah, that's usually how it works in trading card games also but, yeah. i feel the need to remember uh this one time when i was forced into uh helping out with a sunday school class um they made us play this tape from the kid for the kids that was clearly from like 1996 and uh it was like this song 
that was something like Jesus, you're my superhero. You can blah 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 blah. Jesus is better than X superhero, Y superhero, Z superhero. And the examples they gave were better than Superman, better than Spider Man, better than Yu Gi Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Uh. Just like a horrible PNG of Yugi like zooms in onto the screen as they're saying that too. And that's my Yu-Gi-Oh that's, uh, story. Thank you all for coming out. That's not good. Yeah, no. <laughs> that 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 is not cash money. It's very it's very uncash money of the the Holy Church of Christ. <laughs> my uh, my Bible study shit was a little bit more popping. I still remember most of the songs fondly as actually being enjoyable to sing and whatnot. See, my family um, only went to like church maybe once every three months. You were fair weather like, Christians. Except it was more timing. It's just we didn't have the time. Except when I was with my grandparents from North Carolina. Then we went to church every goddamn Sunday. You mean when you were with your parents in North Carolina? I was grandparents because every summer I'd go up uh, the Highlands, North Carolina, and hang out with my grandparents. We'd hike. We'd go to see uh, waterfalls because there's a ton of waterfalls in that little area of North Carolina. That area of North Carolina is a goddamn rainforest. Dude, I just realized AEW's got a show in North Carolina in a few weeks. How much you want to bet Justin Roberts is just going to bust a fucking nut in the ring? Because <laughs> that's uh, uh, for for the two non wrestle boys in the call. That's been a thing where to like subtle the current AEW World Champion to subtly compare himself and say like he's on the same level as uh, what's his Michael fucking Gordon. name? Yeah, Space Jam man. Um, they reference the fact that he's from North Carolina every time that wrestler does his entrance by just the, the announcer guy saying some fun fact about that world champion and connecting it back to North Carolina. Like he was born X amount of miles away from North Carolina. Yeah. And he's fucking Canadian. So Yeah, it's great. That's yeah. pretty great. Yeah. But also, that's the man who dressed up like Kirito. To uh, go to the wrestle ring. Oh yeah, Ow. the first, the first AEW show. Oh yeah, from Sao, he dressed up as Kirito. That's actually yeah. pretty swag. I like, I, I, I'm not kind of indifferent to Sao, but I really like Kirito's fit, at least in the first season. So yeah, yeah, uh, Sao, Sao has solid character designs. It's just a shame about the rest of the show. Oof. All you have to do is watch Sao Bridge, and you're good. Because they fix all the problems. <laughs> okay. This is uh this is the boy in question from that show. Yep, yep, yep. He also this is also the man who dressed up like Sans. Yeah. Sans oh, Undertale. Oh, Kenny Omega, yeah. Actually, Kenny yeah. Omega, biggest fucking nerd in wrestling. Yeah, like he got like little V like to like do his theme song and it's like I I don't wrestle but like that theme song pretty swag. I mean, that theme song also has references to his past yeah. theme songs uh, because for a good bit of time, he came out to Wiley's boss theme in, uh, for Mega Man. Willie's. Uh, every time I go, I don't know why. I've just always this urge to call him Willie. <laughs> he also came out as the Terminator once, which was pretty swag. Oh my God. So good. again. <laughs> But he also comes out of Sephiroth more often than not. That's true. Ooh, Sephiroth, like his, I mean, boy. his theme song does reference like One Wing Angel. So that well, that's his finger. finisher. It's the One Winged Angel. It's oh. one of his finishers. 
Ooh, he has multiple finishers. This man's like V Trigger's not a finisher. V Trigger's a signature. Yes, it move. is. It's a signature well, move. V. Well, I mean, like in Street Fighter Five, the V Trigger is like just a like a kind of a mechanic. It's not really a finisher, so I, I'd consider that like a signature move. Basically, over- it's a it's a running upper knee. Yeah. Yeah. Also, wrestlers were doing it for years before him, and he's just the one who started calling it the V trigger, and now everyone calls it the V trigger because of him. I think it's yeah. called. I think it's re- normal move name is like a tiger knee, mm-hmm. because I think it's a Muay Thai style move. Okay, th- and now it makes a ton of sense why Capcom chose to sponsor him. Mm-hmm. Also, yep. important fact about current wrestling: only one person has ever kicked out of the One Winged Angel. Yeah, his Japanese boyfriend. <laughs> Hmm. His golden Very lover, Ibushi. Yeah. Man, that forbidden door cannot open fast enough. <sighs> Dude, did you see the thing that Mel? Oh God, we're going to MMWP. Yeah, we'll finish Sorry, up. Over. Everybody, <laughs> Meltzer basically said, "Oh man, there's probably more to come at all out," and people are going like, "Oh shit, is someone from uh, New Japan going to be fucking uh, showing up?" Meltzer also said he has a uh, he has a good vibe about the show in New York. Yeah. Oh, hey, look at uh, DC. <laughs> I just posted. Yeah, Goober's Taz. It's Taz. Oh, I love that. It's Taz, so the good. man the man who looks like a human potato. I mean, we got our own potato right now. Oh. <laughs> I don't even have to look down to know it's me. <laughs> uh, Listen, man. all right, it fell off of my Xbox shelf and landed on Lady Deathstrike, so I don't really know what to do about it. <laughs> It was in a very risky position. For uh, for context, Buster, this is what Taz looked like when he was super popular. Um, and uh, this is roughly what he looks like now. So he turned into, like, Shaquille O'Neal? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, he is incredibly short. I mean, no, no, all... I'm like more appearance-wise. <laughs> oh, here's a, here's a better, more current picture of him. Yeah, yeah, he's got he's got wholesome dad vibes, and he's he's raising a uh, a quadruple a quadruplet of young men in his own personal fight club. Oh, one of them is actually nice. his real son, mm-hmm. Bernie Swag. I'm hooked on Hook. Yeah, that. Did oh, you see that, the possible ring gear I for did. Hook? I did. Oh, this is something Busto would like. It looks like Joe from Fatal Fury. Ooh, it's yeah, like find those, that picture. Find that picture for Busto. It's like those short, short. Boxing style trunks and like uh, uh, I feel like fucking Joe Rogan saying that like you James just, like, shit like, just, just, put like, the shoot up. This boy goes says anything about a fighting game. I'm like, Ooh, color be interested? You have my attention? I'll buy your stocks. I mean, that's, modern that's, wrestling that's... is basically endless fighting game references. Oh yeah, I should really get into it if it's just like endless fighting game references. But then again, I kind of get endless fighting game references from my own brain. So, <laughs> uh, it all depends on the wrestler, like. You'll get them from Kenny. You'll get them from Xavier. Has Miro done many? Uh, the closest is like his game over. Mm. Yeah, because that's, that's just more his, of a general... his finisher is called, which is basically just he grabs you by the bottom of the chin and wrenches your neck back until you tap out. Yeah. Uh, and there was an arcade anarchy match, but that wasn't really fa- uh, fighting games. So it was just more like general arcade games. Yeah. yeah. So they nice. did uh run someone into a metal uh Mortal Kombat cabinet. Mm-hmm. Oof. <laughs> not oof. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was a prop, so. I yeah. know, but I figured kind of thing. That's the yeah, one no. part of video games that I don't care for. Mortal You're Kombat? Not a... No, fighting games. Uh-huh. Uh, that's Hook. Uh, okay, that well, is looking Texas at him right son. now. 
Who looks yeah, that, that, that does like look very ass. Fatal Fury. It does look very Fatal Fury, just straight out of <laughs> You could have just told me, oh, they're making a Final Fury live action movie. This is who's playing Joe. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, nah. I, I would give me more hope than most video game adaptations. There's been okay adaptations. Like, I thought Detective Pikachu and Sonic were great. Uh, Castlevania is fantastic. Like, um, I, I'm not, I haven't seen Mortal Kombat, the more new Mortal Kombat, but that kind of looks trash. Ooh, I haven't either. The AEW roster said it was good, so I mean, like, what what other proof do you need? Nah, I'm not, I'm not gonna. Were I they know, paid to do that? Yeah, probably. No, Miro bought them all tickets to a showing, and they were, and they went together as a group, and were, and were all tweeting that they day, like, yeah, really that cool. was awesome. They did an animated direct-to-DVD Mortal Kombat movie, and that was pretty swag. I know they're doing a sequel to that one, and that that looks way, like, better than, like, the live-action one. I'm sorry, maybe this is my animation bias, but that's just me. Imagine, like, uh, the one other person who got, like, the last seat to that theater showing, who's, like, a fan of just only Mortal Kombat and only AEW. And just, like, the entire roster walks through the door at the same time. Uh, Oh, holy shit! Chelsea Green signed with ROH! sick chelsea green Green is the wife of matt cardona or well she's his her fiance she's his fiance right now um but he's a wrestler who i'm a big fan of because he's also a toy collector ah very interesting seems like all wrestlers are uncloseted nerds or uncloseted there's there's a lot of wrestlers that are like that were closeted nerds and have recently come out and then there's a lot of uh, wrestlers who are straight up like, no, I only fucking care about wrestling. Wrestling is all I do with my there's life. There's two types of wrestlers. There's jocks and there's nerds. <laughs> there's jesslers and besslers. There's mukulas and batupas. What's Cody playing on his PS4? Nothing. Damn it. Need He's playing speed. that one hentai game where he plays a pair of panties. Oh, dang. Oh, oh that's, shit. Uh... Alvarez tweeted it be 14 minutes before it happened. Huh. I, I remember, just, like, that just reminded me of, like, when, like, HBO Max announced that they were going to put the 2021 lineup of movies on HBO Max in theaters, and it's, like, some guy five minutes five minutes before it says, just before it happened, saying, the movie industry's about to change, and I'm like, wait, what? It's always changing. What are you talking about? And then it's, like, boom, that happens, like, oh, I can see why. Well, to be fair, like, I, I think we're safe, hopefully, maybe, we'll see. Safe from what? I don't know, just theaters not being a thing, like, theater owners making money, but even though lots of theaters have closed. I yeah. saw all the theaters in Gainesville reopen. There's one, like, walking distance from my house, which is neat. Yeah, uh, the, all the theaters track. nearby have opened. I know, like, I, I went to see Black Widow in theaters, and that was packed. Like, yeah. I'm, oh, not yeah, sure that, I'm not sure if that the, shows the strength of, like, the, the new releases that, like, then people excited to go to the theaters. I think it mostly shows the strength of the Marvel brand because God, that brand is so expensive. I'm kind of scared of its power. Well, for for example, me and my friend, or me and my roommate and friend, um, Dave, we planned on seeing it Friday, and we went to go purchase said tickets. And uh, there's a really nice theater in town that has like a RTX, so it's like RPX, RTX like screen that's like almost IMAX. Um, it's like a baby IMAX essentially. And it, uh, essentially was sold out on every single showing on like all the days. Um, the one by my house, uh, barely had anybody in it. I think I saw it with like three other people, including my roommate, the like on Friday on like at 10 o'clock. Um, 
which I, I, it had been so long. I used to go see the a movie every single weekend. That was like my favorite thing to do. I love seeing it in the big, big screen. I just love that experience in general. I'll go see Same. shit that I've like seen before. I love theaters. They're amazing. Like they could like theaters like can turn like mediocre movies like The Mummy 2017 into magical experiences. Oh, or the, they can uh, be painful. Like that time I went to see Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows, this kid was screaming for like half the movie. Yeah. And I still feel the pain from that to this day. I still remember going to see Green Lantern on a whim. And the Ooh. whole time they're just being this like six or seven year old just running up and down the aisle screaming and the mom visibly sitting there holding an infant and not giving a shit about the other kid man well i'm not sure that that probably made the movie even worse than it was yeah so to everybody who thinks that movie is awful just consider the fact that at least you got to see it in a calm theater yeah so i actually kind of like that movie i think it's all right i mean i I think Um, ryan reynolds is okay casting for like a hal jordan yeah it wasn't a good script. It just was not. There were good ideas in there, and I actually think the VFX team did a pretty good job, but, like, the whole of it wasn't great, and Ryan Reynolds would have been way better as, say, Guy Gardner. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Ooh, Ryan Reynolds as Guy Gardner. I don't know. Was, I want to see, like, some unknown. I want to see Guy Gardner look exactly like he's supposed to look. Yeah. Oh, just you know who needs to play Guy Gardner? The ginger from uh, Shameless. I have not seen Shameless. My mom watches it, so I've seen his face a ton. Okay. I'm just going to... Oh, my God. Is that Cal Kestis? The the commentary desk on the ROH show introduced Chelsea Green as the queen of the major wrestling figure podcast. (laughs) Oh, that popped only. Also, uh, just random good news, uh, since we're apparently just saying random good news. The Ultraman Trigger YouTube upload has reached 1 million views. I Good. saw Ooh. that was so great. Yeah, that dude needs to play Guy Gardner. Oh, that's uh, that's a good jerk from Gotham. Is he a good jerk? I don't know. He just visually looks like it. And here's the thing: Guy Gardner's not a jerk. He's an asshole. There's a little bit of a difference. I mean, I, I like jerk and asshole. I always he's an asshole with a heart of I like gold. Damn it. Oh. Yeah, jerking into an asshole. That's always a good thing. <laughs> the, com- the, 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 the fuckers I've chosen to throw my lot in with everybody. Oof. <laughs> That's what happens when you're friends since middle school slash high school. That's fair. That's fair. And when you just meet oh. someone because they like your Twitter tweet. <laughs> well, well, continuing on with that, Fred, though, um, Boingo, you, could, you can revive the meme now. Somebody made a new one. What meme? This meme. Why is Thanos in a bed? <laughs> oh, there was a thing. There was a thing for a very long time back when we were first getting to know each other, where Boingo would just post Thanos ass in my Discord server, oh, and, I would, yeah. and I would get mad at him. <laughs> I still have like the one where he's like sprawled out, oh, just yeah. like the ah, thickest cheeks. Ah. Oh my god, I have that shit saved. Top quality shit. Oh, my God. Oh. You have to make me think about that. <laughs> what a time to be alive Infinity War was. Oh, Infinity War was nuts. Like, I remember going, like, I, I went there to see the, like, opening night. I saw that endgame, like, on Thursday night. And it was, yeah. like, nuts. And I was, like, 
like both times like I, you know like funny story about the end game like i thought they were gonna end the movie as soon as like the charge between like as soon as like when captain america and all the crew and they're charging at thanos i thought they were gonna end the movie just there just be like pulling commander ryuki episode final on us <laughs> mm. i mean they kind of did that with the end of infinity war with everybody getting dusted yeah. Well, well that, that's more of a cliffhanger. Like, this is like the. I'm talking like. It, there's no follow up to episode final. That's the thing. Oh. I haven't seen any Ryuki, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, technically, yeah. I've seen plenty of Ryuki because I've seen Dragon Knight. But... Well, well, the thing, like, episode final ends with, like, Ryuki and, like, Knights. Like, he's called Knight, and, like, Wing Knight's called just Knight. And... Yeah, yeah, I know that. I know. I know, um, I know so, like, just ends with, like, Ryuki and Knight just, like, in their survive forms, and they're, like, there's all these, like, mirror monsters just coming to, like, it's, like, the end of the world via mirror monsters, and they're, like, they're basically just charging with their survive monsters and then cut the credits. Wow. Exactly. Like I thought, I like it better than the normal ending. But no, I will never forget the uh, the most wholesome thing that's ever happened to me in a theater was I was going in for Endgame, and I was in line at the concession stand, and it was about ten minutes until I want to say eleven o'clock was the first showing, and I had tickets to the eleven o'clock showing, and there was a guy walking towards the same line I was, and we kind of got to the line at the same time, and it was like, oh, who goes first? And he just went, what showing do you have? And I said, 11. And he goes, I have 11.05. You're in front of me. That, that's that's great. That's mm. great. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Well, I oh. shit my pants in a theater one time. So Yeah, we've oh. heard the story. I, no, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Why did you tell that story? Everybody go listen to Analytical Fanboys Discuss Edge of Tomorrow. No. <laughs> it's the most viewed video. No, it's not. Oh, no. Oh, no. It was a different one. It was like, it's no, the it third was... most viewed video. God <laughs> oh, damn. Let me go check and see how many views it has. Uh, yeah, we can do this. We can do this meme of podcasts of checking our own view counts live yeah. on record. Okay, so popular uploads. Number one Analytical Fanboys Discuss Common Rider Geo Episode One. With I have no idea how that is the most popular. I think it's just the fact that I picked a really clean thumbnail. Um, it was also like right when it aired, and it also had database on it, so like he promoted it as well. Yeah, um, but that has twenty six k views. Um, second most popular video: Analytical fanboys discuss Edge of Tomorrow with <laughs> five point seven k views. <laughs> It's like nearly oh. 6,000 people discussing, <laughs> hearing that discussion. No! Absolutely not! No! I don't need to know that! Oh my god! Uh, my friend Jake's gonna be so excited and disappointed. Uh, here's the thing, I, I, I still have a plan. I've got the audio for that episode, and I'm just going to clip out the part where you tell the story, and I'm going to do a kinetic typography to it. Oh, it was like the 12th of last month was like the anniversary, by the way. Oh, yeah, you did. So I'm recording, I remember. Uh, Absolutely fucking mental. Also, apparently, uh, like, eye shoulder pads got quite a bit of views for Twit. <laughs> yeah, Twit's been popping off. Twit's one of our most popular shows right now. Yeah, probably because I've been promoting. <laughs> hey, we got that Buster Rub. I mean, like to be fair, like I don't think I'm not that popular. I don't think people are like that. Like, oh, that. No, Buster but you have a dead. lot of I engagement on Twitter, and you also have more steam than any of us do individually at the moment. 
correct. I guess, but like I, I do actually upload videos, but like I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I'm just still. Oh, okay. I, I need to tweet this out. My uh, Borderline Forever video uh, got to 35k. Hell yeah. Um, I actually changed the title to what because everyone was saying you gotta change the title to what makes Borderline Forever a Borderline masterpiece, and because the a algorithm like because I feel like ooh that can get some more algorithm engagement. I'm like sure. Uh, Boy, actually, you know that, that photo of Thanos is still your avatar on my uh, my text message app, right? Oh my god, sick, uh, sick. nice. Well, uh, more t if I have to hear one more discussion. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh, it's the other Thanos. Uh, it's the other one, yeah. It's the dummy <laughs> thick one. It's one Josh Brolin himself posted. Oh my god! Because <laughs> literally, there was just a long string of like five months where Boingo would not stop sending those two images to me. I I do not envy you. I, I, <laughs> I enjoy them personally, but whatever. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love some cake? Who does not enjoy yeah. some cake? I mean, I'm not going to say that publicly. Here and there. I like a good bungus here and there, but it's not my favorite part of the human anatomy. Anyway, anyway uh, what else do we got to say? Um, uh, Snow Cone, do we want to talk about the uh, the adventure we had on Friday? Oh, God, that was this Friday? Yeah. <laughs> what else did I do? Dude, that feels like it was two weeks ago. Jesus. It does, doesn't no, it? It wasn't Friday. It was Thursday. I had to I'm wait. Oh, yeah, it was Thursday. Holy shit. Okay. Um. So, uh, for those not in the know, the, the ongoing G.I. Joe Classified Series saga picked up again oh, this gosh. week Um. on this podcast. Uh, basically, ha uh, not Hasbro, Target themselves is doing a Target Summer Fan Con thing. Which is basically just, hey, we're revealing exclusives and also putting exclusives up for sale on our website. That's what that is. Because right now, Target and Walmart are in a ridiculous race to become the new Toys R Us. Like, but is literally, it a ridiculous race? Yeah. Like, literally, Walmart is out here claiming they are the number one destination for toy collectors. Well, they're probably afraid of fucking... Toys R Us returning like they're slowly coming back. Yeah, but well, like, uh, wasn't it going to be renamed like Jeffrey's Toy Box or something? That was going to no, be an was... insert in some big box stores, wasn't it? Yeah, that was like an insert in like Publix's and like Michaels and shit like that. I, I'm not sure what happened to that. Did, did well as a friendly reminder, uh, if anybody actually sees a new Toys R Us around you in the United States, do not shop there. Do not support them. They are a shambling corpse of a company that is not the one you remember from your childhood. They're literally just a bunch of investors that bought the name and now want to make money off of your nostalgia. Fuck them. Unless you're in Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the humble Canadian grassroots retailer, Toys R Us, is a treasure, and we love them. I thought it was the uh, Canadian one that was coming back down. I it thought might... it was by, like, a shell of a corporation and sold and liquidated originally. No, the Canadian one survived as its own organization. But the, so, uh, are they branching into America? No. Canadian Toys R Us and Toys R Us International are two different companies right now. Mm. Things are wild. Just look up look up who's who if the Toys R Us is owned by Canada or International, if you see one. Yeah. But uh basically So is Toys uh, R Us like Atari now where it's just, just like five of them running around? Kinda. But this is getting away from the whole point of the conversation, Sorry. which is that um, uh, 
Target announced a, well, Hasbro announced a few months back that they were going to be reissuing the Cobra Island exclusive G.I. Joe figures, which is a Target exclusive subline that sounds like it should all be repaints, but it's a lot of new characters and army builders going to one store only. And this subline hit right when the pandemic did. So distribution was ass and it was impossible to find any of them. So Hasbro said, okay, we hear you guys. We know it's been really hard. We know scalping prices are getting ridiculous for these on eBay right now. So we're going to reissue these for you back to Target in the summer. And that was about three, four months ago. And everybody was dreading this. Everybody was going, oh, God. Oh, God, we got to deal with Target again. Holy shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Okay. And uh, Target, uh, about, I want to say it was three, four weeks ago now, they did the uh, the barbecue and breaker pre-orders, which actually went pretty well. Um, breaker was up like the whole, or no, uh, it was barbecue who was up like almost the whole day. And breaker was up for a few hours and everybody was able to get theirs in because Target.com did a very smart thing of saying one per customer Literally, if you try and put in a second order for the figures from the same IP address, instantly canceled. Um, Ooh, and that wow. was that was very smart. That was very good of them. Um, and then they just this week went and did it again. We got the reissues of every um, Cobra Island figure so far outside of Breaker and Barbecue. Um, now, they kind of fudged up the actual launch of it because... They announced that it was going to be everybody on Wednesday. They were all going to go up. And then on Wednesday, uh, we got Beachhead, Firefly, um, Roblox. And what was the other one? There was one other one. Baroness. No. no. No, it was Trooper. Beachhead, Firefly, Roblox, and Trooper. And said, and I do really want them, but I want Baroness. And um, I actually got up that morning. To the credit union um, that I have a savings account at, you know, to get Baroness and Viper. And literally, like, two minutes until they were supposed to go live on Target.com. So I very quickly put it in for him. I pull over to the side of the bank building, and I'm trying to order them on my phone, and it's not working. You can't add them to cart. What the fuck's going on? So I hop on Twitter, and everybody's going like, shit, what's going on? Pre-order was delayed a half hour. Okay, great. I have time to get home. So I rush home. I literally run up the fucking stairs and get on my computer with two minutes to spare. And I'm just F5ing the fuck out of Target.com, trying to add them to cart. Not even being fully sure what's going on at this point. And I think I even tweeted some about, I'm about to finally do it. I'm about to finally hop on the fuck Target train. Uh, Not Firefly. Viper and Baroness are on the way. And, uh, oh, I still want Trooper and Beachhead. But realistic, the ones that have been released right now, I have my core G.I. Joe display on the way, plus a few extras. You know, Breaker and uh, Barbecue wouldn't have been included there for me, but I've got them coming. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to review them. It's going to be a and, thing. And I'm pretty excited about that. Hope those videos do pretty well and you have fun making them. Yeah. For me, it went a little differently mm-hmm. because the, the night before, I knew the stuff was going to hit and I was like, man... I just don't fucking care. Like, it was like, it was to get Viper. And I'm like, man, why the fuck do I have to even do this to try to get some shit? I don't want to have to get up on my day off. I'm like, man, I value sleep more than like anything right now. So I just want to do that in fucking stead. But it's Viper, who's your boy. And you were losing it over not being able to get him the first time. 
I know. And like this time I just didn't give a fuck. And I'm like, you know what, dude, I'll just go to sleep and I'm going to sleep in like with no alarm and wake up naturally and say, fuck it. And I did. And I saw that it was still in stock and I just drove to the bank and put some cash in the bank and then I was able to get it. And I was messaging you like all morning too. Like, dude, dude, they're coming. They're coming. Oh, they're in, they're in, get them, get them. (laughs) Oh, well, that was the other thing too. Um, Did I wake you up? Yeah, that, that woke me up um several times and i just kept going back to bed um i'm a little devil on snow code shoulder going come on just pre-order viper you know you want to no i woke up when i wanted to but i'm pretty sure that was the day that viper didn't go up uh, or maybe it was i don't know i remember i got viper through a uh target and i got every other figure through hasbro pulse because i remember I remember waking up and seeing you like, oh, it's through fucking premium on Hasbro Pulse. And I'm like, hey, that's me. I could do that for free. Let me grab that real quick. Yeah, because I was so mad about that. Um, And then somebody put up the target links and I was happy. Uh, um, I'm waiting for the uh, Cobra. uh, So, yeah, I ended up grabbing Beachhead. I didn't get a Firefly, but I know we're going to get a different one. So I'm kind of waiting for that one. Well, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm actually checking into that right now, earlier today somebody had posted on the classified subreddit that Firefly was still up. And I'm looking I'm looking into it right now. So give me a second here. I mean, whatever. I have to buy it. It won't let me do it through a pulse, so I don't care. That's true. I'm not seeing him I literally searched for Firefly and he's not coming up. That's interesting. Oh Ooh. shit, the trooper and roadblock are still up. What roadblock though? Uh, the co- the shitty Cobra Island one. The, I don't care. Yeah, well, the, there will definitely be some characters in the future that get those repaints. Uh, hopefully, the Cobra Bat is good since we know that's coming. Yeah, I'm treating that uh that We've leak is leaks. Like, for sure. Um, hopefully that's like a for sure thing, and they just keep repainting that because I have like a shit ton of the 30th anniversary one. I have one that's like a jungle theme, and he came with the minigun. And I love it to death. Um, I have like an Arctic one that came with a two-pack and Toys R Us. Damn, that probably was like 40 years ago. Um, and I have just like the classic one and another one of those. Man, I'm about to get this trooper because my mom loaned me some money today, actually. <laughs> oh, I got the uh, Cobra Trooper through Hasbro Pulse just because I was like, well, I got two. And if I get the Cobra Trooper and I have the Cobra Viper because I really only wanted one. My treating is like I only went for one. And if I see another one in store, I'll probably grab it. Um, but the, the Cobra Viper was one of the figures they said was going to get like another release at some point. Um, like as like a, like that was going to get a full retail and not a target exclusive, like a different version. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, also, uh, listeners, um, Buster just had to drop out and they will, uh, they will see you all next week. The silent killer. Yep. It's cool. Fun fact for people, Buster actually usually drops out as soon as I start doing the ending spiel for Twit. Buster's hmm. always got better places to be than hanging out with us olds. Olds indeed. Yeah. I got some brain in my beard. Olds and folds. So I guess I could just start <clears throat> dying. Under- dying? <laughs> I could just start uh, talking about some random shit that I've been doing. I've been uh, getting a little back into cars recently because that's like low-key one of my favorite Pixar things. Um, just because of how very specific it is to my upbringing. Um, and like, I love, I'm sure listeners will, uh, know that I love micro cars. 
anything of like high detail, high quality teeny car. But That's it's my, small. Yeah, Jimmy Jam. Um and like there's like these there's been these cars mini racers for the longest time. Um and I'd really pay no mind to them because I wasn't doing car shit. Because I do kind of have, except for Fillmore, I do kind of have like an entirety of uh like the original cars one cast um from like whenever they first did like the die cast cars. Um uh, and like those are pretty cool, except for I remember one time like my mom let my like shitty little kid cousin walk into my room and I was like, Hey, never let kids into my room. I was in like high school and I came in there and he just like had a bunch of shit ripped off the shelf and he had all my cars. He found like a box with my cars in it. And he was just like slamming Fillmore onto the ground. And he broke the axles off of him. Ooh. And that's that's literally my favorite character. And I like screamed at this child. I, I to this day I do not regret that by the way. Fuck that kid. Um good for you. Good for you, honestly. I, I like screamed at him and my mom. I was like, man, what the fuck? I'm like, that's shit I spent money on. What's wrong with you? Um God, I love just uh it, nobody touches my shit unless I say so, you know. I can't stand it. Um Yeah. I, I'm testament of how of that rule. Oh my god. I still have that Millennium Falcon that cannot combine anymore. Um but so I started getting into these cars, mini racers, because I've been seeing them at Target every time I go in, and I always look at them and I'm like, man, those look pretty, pretty decent. Um, they're all die cast. They're very well painted. They're nice. Um, and I like, I finally decided to bite the bullet because I found like a uh, a three pack that had like some of the Cars three characters in it that were like the uh, the the boxier cars that were all dinged up from like demolition derbies, and I thought it looked cool. Um, what I didn't know is that the cars mini racers is a absolutely coveted fucking like balls to the wall, hunt it and buy it. The second you see it in store line, like every other fucking thing I buy right now. And it's almost impossible to buy any of them whenever they get to the store. I just was severely lucky every single time I went in just to look at them. Um, and the second I buy one, they're like, yeah, they're not going to be there ever again. And no store has them in stock for like the last two weeks. Um, all right, just got my email confirmation. I've I've got a I've got a Cobra Trooper on the way. He will be here on the uh, the eleventh, and uh, I will put the armband on him whenever I open my infantries as well. And he'll be the uh, the officer leading that squadron. And the only the only no. Cobra Island figures left that I want at all are uh, Beachhead and Firefly that I don't already have secured. Nice. Um. <clears throat> He comes with a sniper too, so that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, I'm gonna put the goggles and the armband on him, and I'll give him the sniper because that's all the stuff that's unique yeah. to him. That's my plan as well. Outside of that, though, for things that I got recently, I got some of the, uh, I got the Red Skull, the uh, Lady Deathstrike, um, the w- Wabajack or whatever the fuck you call it, uh, Wolverine. The and, Hawks um, box. Yeah, there you go. He got Silent Boy Wolverine. Oh, okay. Um, and I got a Lost Galaxy Red Ranger, and that yeah. was my first entry. Into the... Yeah, I mean, I yeah. always like their uh, their suits. You got the first um, step in. Now you're now you're you're in with the rest of us filthy weebs buying the Power Rangers. This man is a, a level of weeb above us. Remember, this is the man. I remember he had like 15 gun claws stacked up in a corner. He had to build at one point in time. <laughs> Oh, I still do. So, 
actually um, reorganized my two open pile today because I had bought so much new stuff this week. And this is also supposed to be my tap out week. This is supposed to, I, we'll see if I hold to it, but this is the week where I went like, all right, I've only got this much money left. I'm, I'm going to spend that. I'm going to find the things I absolutely cannot live without having that are out right now. Spend that and then just be done until the local toy show in November. And then I did that. And then just today, my mom was like, uh, hey, how are you doing on money? Because it's taken a while for them to get you in at the job. I was like, uh, I mean, if you don't mind loaning me $100, that'd be fine. <laughs> Before he goes just shaking his head like a disapproving parent. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm good with money, but I, I like... You're better than me. As Cody can probably attest, I was not great with money in college. I can't remember. Yeah, exactly. There, there was many, there was many a night where I went like, "Hey, Cody, let's go get dinner," and we just bought a whole pizza and ate it together. Nice. It was what? Little Caesars. It's a Little Caesars pizza. It's fucking six dollars. That's car change. Little Caesars <laughs> is fine. Well, like people dunk on Little Caesars because ugh, hot and ready. That's disgusting. But like, you freeze Little Caesars, you put that in the fridge, have it the next day. That's good snack food. All right, words you're speaking to me is absolutely disgusting, and you just made Little Caesars worse. <laughs> um, I'll never call it good. I'll call it what it needs to be, hot and ready. Like, like your last girlfriend. That is some food that I could eat when I have no money, and I could eat it for two days, and that's a guarantee. <laughs> and it won't really taste great either way. <laughs> um, it is I haven't really sustenance. Exactly. It's sustenance and it's some of the cheapest, shittiest sustenance you could get, honestly, but it's it's all right. I uh, do like all types of pizza. I just had a uh that was another thing I did this week that was pretty neat. Um Hungry Howie's has a taco salad pizza. Oh man, but, dude, I miss Hungry Howie's so much. I haven't seen one since moving up here. Yeah, they're pretty alright. Um but that taco salad pizza is one of the best fucking things out there right now for pizzas um they literally just put like uh refried beans instead of red sauce um regular cheese and then they give you like all the taco toppings to put on the pizza in like a box like a salad almost and oh my god it was absolutely astounding that sounds pretty good yeah yeah haven't had howie's in a bit there's a howie's near where i'm at but like i haven't had it a ton lately yeah, it's when you're feeling bougie, but you still have no money. That's you go for the hungry Howie's seven dollar <laughs> pizza instead of the little Caesar's six fifty pizza. Hungry Howie's feels like like the perfect stoner pizza because it has the stuff you put on the crust. Yeah, it's delicious. There's a place near me called Gumby's Pizza, um, and they actually have something called the stoner pie, and it's like the toppings are all of the appetizers. So it's like fucking I can't even remember all the shit. It was like like chicken nuggets or some shit like that, like chicken strips and fucking mozzarella sticks and a bunch of other bullshit on top of a pizza and like a bunch of stuff in the pizza. It's not, it's not really good. It wasn't really memorable. It was just like, man, there's a bunch of weird shit on this pizza. Um, and it would be 10 times better if you were high. Oh yeah. Now let me, let, let's get into the pizza talk here. Boys, who among us is a New York man and who among us is a Chicago man? I'll do you I don't know better. the fucking difference. I'm a crispy thin bitch. You're New York. Yeah. Oh. I'll do you one better. Detroit. What's the Detroit deep What's dish? Detroit got? Okay. Detroit typically it's a square pi- uh square pizza. Uh Squeaky. you bake it 
you bake it in a, a high baking sheet thing, and you put the dough on sauce cheese, and there's olive oil surrounding the dough that basically fries it as it's baking. Interesting. And I can feel my body clogging up already. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not a thing you have all the time. See, here's the thing. Like, I had regular bung ass you can get it anywhere in the world pizza forever my entire life growing up and then around the time i was 13 14 my dad took me to a giordano's and we had chicago deep dish and like that's a that's a fucking delicacy to me i'm like every once in a while like once every six months to a year you order a frozen one and you cook it in your own oven from giordano's and you fucking indulge and gorge and destroy your arteries with that shit and enjoy every second of it. Uh, see, the best pizza I've ever had, though, best pizza I ever had, is a $1 slice from a New York hole in the wall that I passed while I was, on, uh, I was visiting New York one time. Best That's pizza fair. ever. I've probably never had true New York's uh, style, so I probably don't actually know how good it is. Um, the most memorable pizza I've ever had was a... Uh... Hangover Cure Pizza, uh, twice a row, two years separately, uh, when I was hungover drunk walking around downtown Miami during the Art Basel event, um, and just happened to pass the Sabaro twice in the same, like, twice on two different years. And I was like, damn, I could really use a greasy, shitty piece of shit pizza to, like, prevent me from feeling like a greasy, shitty piece of shit, and it works. So, <laughs> God. The second time I sat in, the first time I just, like, grabbed it and kept walking around downtown while I was like severely hungover. The first time I was in Miami was like the most hungover I've ever been in my entire life. Um, and that's because I had no food and nothing but liquor in my stomach. And I was absolutely disgusting. Okay. Uh, don't recommend that. Don't do that. Don't go oh, to the place for the first time and drink <laughs> a lot. Wasn't it like Sally Jerry's or something? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I drank an entire bottle of that, and then we also had some moonshine and some other bullshit because everybody brought their own liquor. And the issue came with the fact that we stayed up all night to drink and then went to Art Basel at 8.30. Like, we left at 8.30, and I, I, went, I laid down to go to sleep at 7.30 after having my last drink. And so when I was woken up to load onto the bus, I said, oh, shit. And they're like, oh, you feeling pretty hungover, huh? And I was like, no, I'm drunk. I'm still drunk. <laughs> um, on the way to the event, I remember just like all of a sudden whipping around and looking behind me and seeing my friend Zach uh, eating out of like a Chex Mix bag because I heard him open it. And I was like, that sounds like a chip bag. I need something. And I turn around and I had my fist over my mouth and I like pointed at the bag and he's like, oh, you want some? And he hands me the bag. It's fucking Chex Mix. And I just grabbed the bag and puke all in it so it doesn't spray everywhere. But it was like the shitty, it was like the little dollar bags. So I just filled it up instantly. And I like, I had no idea what to do with it. So I like fucking cracked the window and slipped it out. But like, I just remember looking back up at him and him being so completely defeated that the fact that I just like took his snack that he had just cracked open and just filled it with puke, just absolutely defeated. So God damn. This, the, we didn't we were talking about it earlier, but we didn't know we were getting the sequel to the shitting self story tonight. <laughs> I don't know. No, thank thankfully I didn't shit myself. I just puked and got a little stain on my enclave fallout jacket, which sucks, but whatever. Yeah. 
Uh, you know what I realized while you were telling that story, though? I totally fucking buried the lead because I, I realized the reason I brought up Friday as the day the Cobra Island shit went down was because I got a G.I. Joe figure for free off Friday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I guess I should tell this story for the podcast because what had happened was um, if you follow my my personal channel, you know, I'm uh, I've. I've made it a conceited effort to get in good and be buddy buddy with the local toy store around here, uh, Toy Federation, over the last uh, couple of years since I've moved up here. And uh, they literally just called me out of the blue Friday afternoon um, while I was getting ready to make dinner. And they were like, uh, hey, man, you know a lot about Common Rider, right? And I'm like, yeah, not knowing why they're asking me. And they're just like, well, do you think you could tell us how much some common Rider toys are worth? And I'm like, probably. Why? What's up? Some dude just came in with free totes of them, and we told him we need a couple hours to f- figure out if we can even make him an offer. Can you come down and look at some of this stuff and tell us what you know? And I was like, yeah, sure. That actually sounds fun. I'll be right down. Because, like, they barely know anything about tokusatsu. They have a guy who watched Power Rangers when he was a kid and knows how much MMPR merch is worth, but that's about it. So I guess they realized, oh, he he did videos on tokusatsu. He can probably help us out with tokusatsu. So they give me a call. I come down, and it's literally like the last two and a half years worth of DX Rider toys in box, in totes. And, and so I'm just, I'm like, oh, this is somebody who's been collecting for a little bit and just decided to hit the eject button um and has kept his stuff in good condition so i go through everything like okay this is this this is this it's worth this much i would pay this much if i was going to buy it um i'm not sure how much it is on ebay right now but this is what it originally retailed for that whole kind of thing and uh it took me about 30 45 minutes to go through everything and to write it all down with them and they they were basically like, all right, thank you. Uh, we'll we'll check that against eBay and uh, and make the guy an offer when he gets back. Uh, but you basically just did an hour's worth of work for us. Uh, do you want cash or do you want to take something? And I'm like, define something. And they go, anything worth fifty dollars or less in the store. And I look over and on the counter, it's the new Amazon exclusive GI Joe classified series Snake Eyes and Timber set. And I'm like. How much are you asking for that? 60, but we'll fudge it. So I just grab it. I shake their hands. I say, call me again if, if you want to do this again. And they say, oh, we will. And I walk out with Snake Eyes and Timber, and it was the wildest fucking thing. Because I was fully prepared for, I might not have that set for a while, because I just don't have the money right now. But I did want that doggo. And now I have that doggo. And I'm very excited to review that doggo at some point. That's a, I have a far less valuable story that's just about the same okay and i'm pretty sure chris was with me uh but i didn't get called in i just walked in because i was dragging chris with me every time i went to st augustine at the time yeah because i was um, on the way but now we're now it's hard for you to like pick me up and do anything so i'm sad and lonely yeah i gotta drive like 35 minutes out of my way yeah and then it's just what what sucks is like you're not even the only friend i have that lives out there my uh friend delta He's in Palm Coast now, and we just don't mm. see each other anymore. Cause like we're both like, "Hey, what are you doing today?" And I'm like, "I don't know. It's my day off." I'm like, one of us will be like, "Do you want to drive?" And I'm like, "Not really." Or they'll be like, "Not really." And I'm like, "Yeah." 
Like, all right, we'll try next time. We'll try to be in the mood next time. Love you. Bye. Yeah. Um, what a relationship. But yeah, I just got like a Mega Constructs Evil Lin that was like old and rare. It was whenever they first did it. It was before they kicked off the the Motu stuff. And I got that for free. That was like about like a $25 value at the time. And I got that for just like sorting through and organizing their Micro Machines thing. He's like, hey, some guy, some guy just told us Micro Machines. You like those, right? And I just like went through it all and I was like, there you go. Yeah, I was helping out. I was putting sets yeah. together. Sick. That was more like playing puzzles. Yeah, that that sucks. That 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 toy store is just not even worth going back to. Probably, I haven't been there. Like the last time I went in, the the guy who was there that like that we've met a lot of times, yeah. he like grabbed me by the shoulders and he's like, "Listen, I'm selling it to the other guy. I'm tired of this shit." And when he means tired of this shit, he means that. The other guy is the one that like constantly stalks the target around him and the target that was right around the corner from the store. I'm tired of working with a scalper. Yeah. They would just like egregiously charge for everything. And it was really not good. Um, so he just like gave it up. But that guy was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool time. Um, I got a couple of Black Series figures from him and stuff like that. And a couple of other things through there. That's not terrible. You got some neat anime figures every once in a while. Yeah, he had a bunch of cool shit. Um, I remember I bought... It wasn't from him, it was from the other guy, the shittier guy. I bought an animated Ratchet, and he tried to give it to me for free, and I was like, nah, man, you don't have to do that. And he's like, uh... Oh, fuck. He's like, nah, man, you can just have it. And I'm like, nah, man, I want to support the store. And he's like, oh, uh, okay, uh, five bucks. And I was like, man, why the fuck was he so weird about that? And I was wondering why every single toy that they had, because he had said somebody just come in and get, sold them a bunch of like Transformers, and they all had these little paper sheets in them that I didn't immediately recognize. Well, they were uh, dryer sheets, and this man was a smoker. Oh. And mm. that ratchet, I pretty much like, I think it's at work. I think I, that's what happened is like, I, I like went there, went over there like, um, before I had to work on like a short day. And, um, came back and like opened it and i was like man I, i've always wanted this figure let me crack it open and i crack it open and it's like slimy and i was like all right let me put it back in the bag fuck this thing and it's been sitting there for like a year oh man uh oh shit in hand shots of uh the super zenkaiser toy at a uh a display in a toys r us in japan neat what's a super zenkaiser uh, it's that new Super Sentai robot that looks a lot like the Dragon Zord from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, I have to pee. All right, good for, good for you. No. Uh, do you have any topics this week, Boingo? Because you've kind of just been chiming in on stuff all episode. Yeah, it's a chime-in kind of week because I've been uh, peek behind the curtain, folks. I've been working on some stuff for VAC most of this week. Mm-hmm. And I've been working on uh, personal projects, which I actually started uh, dropping more substantial hints on Twitter about what nice. it is. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so that's gearing up, starting up to do, uh, working on other things. It's, it, it's been a very kind of, all right, let me work on what I can and do what I do the things I need to do around the house kind of things. All right, that's fair. Yeah. I spent, that, uh, I can't remember if it was early this week or last week, but I spent like an entire day completely cleaning and reorganizing the uh the kitchen and living room downstairs 
because it was it had just been a you know that point where the house gets to be a disaster to where every surface has like 10 things on it that shouldn't be there yep that's that's the state we were in so literally i got up and got started on the downstairs at 9 a.m finished as my mom was pulling into the driveway at 5 p.m mm. yeah that's generally my every other day <laughs> Because that's just, it's an ADHD thing. It's its a neurodivergent it, because it takes a certain level of motivation to do anything. That's right. Uh, and the best way to put it is like, you know how you can sit there for like five minutes going like, God damn, I need to do the dishes. And then you go do the dishes. Uh-huh. It'll take me like two hours, three Ooh. hours, just in that moment of like, I need to do the dishes. I need to do the dishes. I need to do the dishes. Well, and it's just do the dishes. And just nothing happens, and that's just a that's a executive dysfunction thing. Uh, yeah, I feel like I have my my OCD is kind of like that, to where like I have my space and I have the way I like it, and I need it to all be a certain way. And I can have that when I'm in other people's spaces, where I'm like, oh, you could move this here and that over there, and do this and that and that, and it would all look so much better and function so much more smoothly. But I also have that. I think the difference between ADHD and OCD is OCD people, we have the restraint to go, that is someone else's space. I'm not going to fuck with it unless they ask me to. ADHD is just a fuck them unless they ask me to. Yeah. Consent I mean, is that's just people. common sense. Yeah. Co- cosplay does not equal consent, everybody. No, it's ADHD is a, a weird fucking mishmangle of a bunch of different bullshit symptoms. That that's hard to like quantify to a person who doesn't have it. I'll bet. Like to an extent, you got like because I can say, oh yeah, no, it takes a lot of effort to start anything, and people and a neurotypical will probably go like, yeah, no, it takes me, yeah, I can take like ten minutes to start doing a thing. It's like no, it, it can take me an entire day's worth of energy just to do the dishes of like mental, that, you know, that mental energy of like, goddamn, I've done so much, I'm tired. That's why so often ADHD is like, like focusing, like they get wrapped up in something enjoyable because it's like immediately it gives you that juice. Yeah. And it takes less out of you. So it's just like, this gives me the, this gives me the brain chemicals I'm wanting and I don't have to put that much motivation into starting it. Fuck, you know? And then it's 3 a.m. in the morning. I've been playing uh, a video game for five hours and I'm tired. I need to pee. Because that's another thing. Like, you forget to fucking piss. Wow. Like, it's like genuinely, I will be sitting in a, doing a thing, and then I'll be called, and I immediately go like, oh shit, I have to piss. Why didn't I piss? I didn't even realize that could be a problem, but that does make sense. Yeah. Be kind to neurodivergence, people. Because it's, it's ADHD, it's uh, OCD, it's autism, stuff like that. Not great. Yep, nope. But you know what is great? Those people, they're nice people. They're good people. I like those people. Yeah. I, I have business deals with those people. We do good business. Yeah. We're businessmen doing business, minding our business, recording our business podcast about business. You know, business, business, numbers, numbers. Is this working? Is this good no. content? The <laughs> sexist American of you canceled. <laughs> but, uh, no. Uh, Cody can probably attest to all the fucking dumb ADHD shit I've done over the years. Probably. Or just the dumb shit in general, you know, who knows? Yeah. Sex one way, half dozen the other. Sex one way. Sex one way, a half the other. 
That sounds like an uh, that sounds like an eighties hair metal song. Um, I don't know if I want to harken back on anything that I've done this week. I'm just really digging those little cars, guys. It just sucks that it has to be something that I have to like hunt, yeah. and I can't I'll just keep like... an eye out for them. I saw I I got your messages screen capped. Yeah, like pretty much any of them, honestly. I and what what kills me, what hurts me, is I just have memories of like seeing them at Ollie's for like super cheap, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn. Oh, dude, I still oh. have that. I passed on Titan's Return Six Shot at Ollie's. That bugs the shit out. Oh, I don't think I did. I got uh, I got Trypticon. He's he's right over there. But uh, I passed on Six Shot. An Overlord was there too, but I'd rather have the Japanese Overlord because that actually comes with both of the uh, the uh, Power Masters. Yeah, I uh, I don't know Trypticon. I never got to get. Um, but at the same time, like. I don't. It doesn't hurt me to not have it. It hurt me to not have Omega Supreme. I've never transformed Omega Supreme. Really? Um, yeah. I really wanted the Devastator. I hope we get a better Devastator soon. Oh my God, dude! Could you imagine Studio Series Devastator? I thought about it a few times, but I'm I think like, they could yeah. get away with re-releasing the the Japanese version of the mold in new, more movie accurate colors and calling that Studio Series. Yeah, maybe. Um. I don't know. I'm hoping we get to see where uh, the Transformers brain's going to go soon. Because we got those two Netflix. We got the Netflix show. We got the Nickelodeon show, and we got the movie. But we haven't even we haven't really seen what those are going to look like yet. I I think uh, Bumblebee, the the buzzing or buzzworthy, whatever. I think that's going to be a continuation of um, just whatever the fuck they want. That's just a filler line. That's just here's some figures. Here's some repaints. We can't put out any other way. Yeah, it's weird to see them as a four pack. Like that's so. Oh yeah, that four pack that got revealed was weird. And like, thankfully, none of that shit is shit I want. <laughs> yeah, um, the fact that like Ravage got announced had everybody be like, "Oh, we are gonna get Transmetals," and I'm like, "Are we?" Because that's my shit. That's what I want. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what else I want. I don't know. Like, I if Hasbro keeps with the quality, like, I'll probably buy whatever. But like. Uh, for context, Boingo, do you know what we're talking about with that four pack and whatnot? By the way, yeah, I saw it. Cody sent it to me. Okay, yeah, because they got that. They've got that uh, Cybertronian Ready. mode Bumblebee that's coming out. Which I'm like, man, I want to get it, but also like, y'all better fucking give me a Wheeljack to go with that. I need fucking Cybertronian Wheeljack. He's the literal first Transformer to appear on screen in the cartoon. Bugs the shit out of me that they didn't do him in Siege. We got the uh, Dosvidanya Ravage, so that's cool. Yeah, I, I, I'm happy for Beast Wars fans, but also like I have this sense of oncoming dread with Transformers right now, where I'm like, oh, we're probably headed into like a five, ten year period where it's just mostly gonna be stuff that's not for me. Because like I respect Beast Wars, I'm very happy for its fans finally getting representation. But I just do not vibe. I just don't vibe at all. I've tried. I got several of the Kingdom Boys, but it's not for me. Here's what I'll say. Here's my honest opinion about that. I love. I always loved Beast Wars because it was like some of the most interesting toys in general. I always loved the alt modes and like the whatever modes. The trans metals were the coolest because it's like the most out there thing you could get. I always loved the insects because I love bugs and stuff like that. Um, I was never the biggest fan of like OG Beast Wars toys. 
I was always like trans metals and uh, beast machines. See, that's hey, the interesting get, thing. Those were the more biopunk like ones, right? Where exactly. it's more organic. Exactly. There's only a couple um, of Beast Wars toys I'd actually be interested in going back and getting, and most of them are from the first wave. Like I'd I'd love to have the original Optimus Primal and Megatron. I think those are really fun looking toys. I mean, but we like, spent the we spent the last episode of components just spending like an hour trying to figure out what <laughs> the fucking Transformers toys I grew up with were. Yeah, and that was fun because that was that was trying to find a specific thing for you. Like that's why I enjoyed that. It was a uh, transkito and like frickin' frackin' it uh a wa no buzz a buzzsaw. Yeah. But oh, dude, later. I had the buzzsaw too. I know exactly the one you're talking about. That's from Beast uh, Beast Machines, isn't it? Yeah, the one with the springy tail. Yep. Yeah, I had the armadillo one that was like a. Uh... I always thought I was transforming it wrong or like there was some secret to unlock and like it was until like four years ago that I realized that like that's just a toy. It doesn't do anything. Um, but I don't but, know. But you know, the other thing is like I say all that about like, oh, we're going into a big period of stuff that I'm not going to care about. I'm not like mad about that either. Like I don't feel I don't feel angry towards Beast Wars fans like good. You guys are getting your time in the sun. G1 has had its time. It's done. Any character from G1 that you could want a figure of, they've had at least one figure. Um, and, like, now it's Beast Wars' turn. We're going to do Beast Wars for, like, five to eight, maybe ten years, and then it'll be Unicron Trilogy time. And that'll that'll be when, like, what, 30, 40-year-old 30, Vac will be vibing. I think you're completely overestimating that. I think we're getting the Unicron Trilogy the next thing. And my evidence for that is the unused fucking Armada Prime that doesn't... If you look back at it now, it doesn't look like it really fits in with anything. That's fair. And, and who it, knows? If, oh, they, might be, they might be just going like, yo, why, why fucking divide it? Let's just do Beast Wars and Armada. That's well, the so other the thing. thing is, is, like, I would love it if Generations Plural went back to actually meaning Generations Plural. They would also be skipping something, though, if they did it that way. Oh, yeah, there is Robots in Disguise. And Robots in Disguise is like the perfect segue between like Beast Machines, Beast Wars, Transmetals, and the uh, Unicron trilogy. Yeah, because it's a little bit of everything, isn't it? It's a bunch of G1 and Beast Wars regurgitation. <laughs> what if they just read, what if they just make that like the idea of like everything's everything, anything can happen, we're taking from everything and kind of putting it together and like into the Transformers verse? I mean, that is kind of the way Cyberverse was presented as, like, a general catch-all universe. Yeah. But just, like, make it how the toy line is, because that's how it's working on G.I. Joe, Lightning Collection, Marvel Legends, Black Series. They aren't giving a shit about continuity. They're just saying, like, this is from here, this is from here. If you want the toy, you want the toy. Yeah, I mean, Black like, there's people... Cares about continuity. There's there's people who are like, I mean, it's like for more, but we've gotten Legends characters in Black Series. We have Jaina Solo. We just got uh, Kerner Jacks. What I mean by continuity is, I mean you'll have a wave of like oh, original trilogy, a wave of new trilogy, a wave of prequel. It's not all just original trilogy. You know what I mean? So fucking retro blasting or whoever it was did put out that video being like, there's too many Luke's in this line. And I'm like, what do you want? He was the main character of Star Wars for a really long time. People love him. Yeah. Well, like, um, well I was going to say they're going through KOTOR right now. 
Um, they just kicked it off with a bunch of shit I don't care about, but I know we're going to get a uh, HK assassin droid, and I'm going to buy it. Have they made a Kyle Katar? What was this revealed? The, they did the Ewok one. Zalabar, Salad Bar, or whatever what the fuck his name is. I have no idea what you're talking about. When was this? Have they ever made a Kyle Katarn? No, they haven't. Oh. That's weird. What I'm waiting for is a fucking uh, Starkiller, dude. That was my bread and butter. Mm. Yeah, we do need a Starkiller. We have two Calcastuses and zero star killers. There's something wrong with that sentence. I need to open my second Calcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, the last thing revealed was the fucking exclusives, which do look pretty tight. Um, it's a GameStop exclusive. Which one? Salad Bar, Zal- Salazar, whatever his name is. He's a Wookiee with no like oh, anything on. Oh, okay, that figure. That was a while ago for me, so I completely forgot about that. Yeah, the new the new Wookiee that's a complete reuse of the Chewbacca mold, but has a new vest. Yeah. Yeah, no, give me some of those prequel Wookiees, though. Give me those episode three Wookiees. Yeah, I feel you there. Also, like, I feel like my biggest Black Series ones right now are A, finish the Jedi... Co- it's all prequel. A, finish the Jedi Council. B, give me an Arc Trooper 5s to go with that Arc Trooper Echo. And C, more, more droid army. Please, for the love of God, where are my super battle droids? Where are my droidicas? Where's my fucking crab droid? Fucking super battle droid. Like I said, dude, that's gonna it. It's either I'm I'm scared at this point. It's either gonna be amazing or it's gonna be horrible. And like that's why it's taking them so long to make it is because they don't they don't know what to do. Well, I mean, the battle droid had a lot of issues standing because of how thin some of those parts had to be. And same thing with Grievous for some people. So I feel like that's something they're very afraid of. They're probably trying to figure out balance issues. Yeah. Um, but no, that uh, Cantina Showdown looks pretty tight. I'm I'm looking forward to getting old B1 with face printing finally. As cool as it is, I'm not paying $100 for that because that's $60 for toys and then $40. You get a diorama piece. Yeah, like no. I'm fine. You're also paying for the nostalgic packaging in their mind. Yeah, I guess. But they really have been leaning into that because that fucking Jurassic Park set was $100 too, and I fucking pre-ordered Also, like, didn't Hasbro and Bandai both announce a a few months ago, like, hey, oil prices, tariffs, fucking all kinds of bullshit through COVID, our prices are going to start creeping up a bit again. Yeah, but I think that's like 22 instead of like 20 or 19.99. And if it's any more than that, then I don't know. Like, they're going to have... See, like, that's just a fucking thing. I don't know, man. Like, because I know that, like, while that might be true, they also spend almost no money to produce this shit. Like, it, it's like pennies to the dollar for them. Um, but you got to remember, they also have to pay the people manufacturing it. They have to pay the people for the materials. They have to pay the people shipping it. And the people putting it on the store oh, shelves have to get paid. On a large enough, a large enough scale, to an extent, that gets, that gets lowered. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I still mean when I say with the pennies on the dollar thing, like from Hasbro's point of view, like for one, they, Hasbro doesn't pay the people to put it on the shelves. The, the fucking super corporations do that, like yeah. Walmart and shit like that. Like Hasbro's not paying them. Walmart's paying Hasbro. Um, I also found out recently that Hasbro has an official eBay page, which is really That's disgusting. fucking weird. Yeah, like because I, I saw somebody saying something was in stock. They're like, oh, it's still in stock on their official eBay page. And I'm like, they're what? <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if I fully agree with that because at the same time, we are having other toy companies releasing shit. Um, 
that's like equal quality. There's just like shit popping up all over the place. Like, how the fuck does NECA do what they do? You know, what are they doing? I have no idea. Because there ain't a goddamn NECA figure out there where I'm not like, yeah, that's not only is that worth it, but like, how is that so affordable for like what they're doing? Could it just be um, the different type of plastic they're doing? Could be different deals with different factories, uh, likeness rights, because that's a big thing with them. They have a, like, Hasbro probably has a lot of like big bundle likeness deals with, um, well, actually, it doesn't matter when it comes to Power Rangers. They don't have to pay anyone for those likenesses now that they just own Power Rangers outright. But Star Wars, they probably got to pay a big bunch of cash to Lucasfilm and Disney and whatnot. Same thing for the MCU stuff. Um, but then I think with NECA, they're probably handling it on a more individual actor-by-actor basis. Because I remember it being a big deal when they got uh, the actress who played April O'Neil in the in the yeah. 90s Turtle movies. Um, and she was, like, super involved with the creation of that figure. But, like, it seemed like that situation was, like, nobody asked for it, but everybody was asking for it. But nobody asked her, and so she had to, like, be like, hey, do this. That was my interpretation of that ordeal. Here's the thing. Because I'm only, like, a partial toy collector, partially because of uh, economic situation and uh, availability to get things. So you two are much more into it as as a, as a fact. Oh, yeah. I see reveals, like, minutes after they go up. That's that's how so here's, the I This am. is more of a manufacturing question. Do you think petroleum products are going to go the way, uh, go away, and toy companies are start going to use, like, bioplastics made from, like, corn and stuff? Because that's a thing that's coming up. That's the that, thing that's being worked on. That could be a possibility, but I haven't seen any big companies start looking into that yet. Right now, it's a lot of discussion of, like, ABS and different polymers within there. So no PLA is based off of corn, but that's a 3D printing material. So how long-lasting is PLA? Has it been PLA, on long no? PLA, I think they've done tests. I think it's, it is... Non-biodegradable in a natural setting, but with an enzyme, it becomes biodegradable with a with a, a commercial enzyme. I do know Hasbro 3D prints all of their prototypes now for the physicals, and they um since the pandemic started, they've well, started um developing everything from cat from the ground up. They developing cat. Yeah, that's almost every single toy company, though. Unless you're a smaller indie one, like any of the Glios guys. And they were also still doing some in-hand modeling does, and whatnot um, pre-pandemic. Yeah, I think Glyos still does 3D printing, like, bucks and stuff like that, and, like, just because of how it works. Well, I mean, 3D printing's really cheap and easy to get into. Yeah. Especially resin 3D printing. You could, you could literally, uh, resin 3D printing has gotten to the point to where you could pretty much, like, have a usable toy. Yeah. Off the, off the like, little upside-down vat. I mean, that's always been my my thought whenever, because when we've talked about having like, oh, yeah, one day in the future, independent toy company, you'll design stuff and I'll have some ideas that we could work on and that kind of thing. That was always uh, my thought was like, we'll just do it in house with 3D printers, not worry about manufacturing and not worrying about the uh, ethical limitations of like foreign factories and stuff, you know? Yeah, I'm sure by then it'll be far along, but uh I don't know. When it comes to like toys and like the plastics, I know Lego is starting to experiment with um, um, green technology and they're like pieces. They have like a bunch of uh, foliage pieces that are plant based. Um, I, I don't know any of the science about that. I don't even know if Lego posts that because Lego's uh, recipe for their uh, plastic on their original bricks has never been publicly known. 
and whatever it is, if it's made out of fucking space dust and kryptonite, I believe it because like the the two by two can hold up to like two ten uh, two tons of like weight before it not cracks, not shatters, but melts under a was that kinetic pressure, mm. which is that's why it, like yeah that's why it like quotation mark hurts to step on Lego pieces because they're so ridiculously dense and sturdy that it's like you're stepping on rocks essentially. And weren't they yeah. uh weren't they like specifically developed that way so that they could um they could work really well as building toys? I'm not sure why or how. I mean, it's helped in the long run that like Legos from the very first sets from what the 60s are still compatible with today's Lego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The original um that's crazy. They still got the pip system going. But no, it's just it, it's been a it, it's been a thought in my head just because like you see people talking about like, well, we need to get off of petroleum products in a general sense, not just gas, but like power, energy, and a big thing is petroleum products and manufactured goods. And it's just like, how how will toys work with that? Because it's not it's not high on the priority list of figuring things out. It's necessities that are the first things that need to be figured out in that kind of situation. Well, I think one other important thing to take note of is that. When they talk about a lot of those products in the petroleum uh, market, uh, a lot of that shit is like wrapping, packaging, and yep. stuff that is just used once and thrown away. Um, so it might not ever change for toys. I'm sure it will change and properly advance, but it might not ever need to go too far out of it because they're not disposable like i mean we, we've seen transformers take a turn with like their packaging i've always been a major fan of toy packaging but like all of the new figures that we get just about yeah because um, hasbro just shoves everything in a standard size box now yeah like the black series looks fine enough um but like i have examples even like just around me that are like how'd you feel about that old... lightning collection box what does it even look like where is it it's literally uh it's literally just an old style black series box but in white i don't even know where it is so i don't even know which isn't bad it works fine for a collector line where it's literally just you're buying the figure to pose it and take photos of it but like it's not the most aesthetic thing in the world i throw my toy boxes away nowadays so oh same same there's very few packaging that i've ever kept i actually saw a cool video of there's people manufacturing okay you know those like the best way to put it is they're using mushrooms to make the uh, the innards, the foam innards that would be for shipping goods. Mm. So you know how you have like a computer wrapped that has like styrofoam things to keep it from shaking in a box when it ships. Yeah. They're using mushrooms to make it now, specifically the 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 root system of the mushroom. Well, Chris, that's actually just a big ploy to have like our true uh, our true gods become completely uh, omnipotent in our modern world so that way everything you have around you is made in a mushroom including yourself just like resident evil sounds pretty sick I thought, I thought that was last of us that too i guess here's a here's a cool topic to bring up though that i just thought of as we uh we near the two hour mark um what's something that doesn't have toys yet that you want to have toys or needs a new modern toy line uh snow what? Bionicle. <laughs> Just on the fucking trigger with Bionicle. 
mean, he's, uh, he's, he's not wrong. I specialize in bullshit that needs modern toys, so I mean, <laughs> I mean, we were talking about that last week when it was just me and Boingo, and my big thing was like, I want Super Seven to do Gem Ultimates because I feel because they already have the Gem license and they're doing Reaction, but like after having watched all of Gem, I'm like, I could go for some Gem Ultimates. Um, but then this week after watching the Owl House. And then immediately going to see what merch there was of it and only finding t-shirts. I was like, how are there not toys of this show? If I was a little girl, I'd be all over toys for this show. This is a great show to make toys of. What are you doing? Um Castlevania, like get like high-end $30 collector toys of the Castlevania TV show. There's I think there's already Castlevania. Yeah, the, the Diamond okay. Selects. Mm. I feel like they, they've been doing a wave of free figures per season. That'd be cool. Okay, cool. I'm just trying to think of anything. Um, I mean, I'd love like my favorite toy lines to come back, but I don't know if I would because I already got that once and it disappointed me. Um, which was Micro Machines. Yeah. Uh, and that still hurts. But like, I, I saw somebody in one of the Micro Machine groups on Facebook because, of course, I'm in multiple. Um, just like post a meme of like, you know, the meme format where it's like the guy slowly like putting clown makeup on. Uh huh. Oh yeah, um, you reposted that. I saw it. Yeah, it was just like it's like I, I gotta buy it to support the line. It's like I'm sure the second series will be better. I'm sure they're gonna get uh they're gonna be better because they have light and it's like literally shit that I said myself and I was just like uh, <laughs> and I mean the license the licensed ones do look better, but they don't they've yet to catch up with like literally any of the micro cars I own from the nineteen eighties to like the early two thousands. And That's a shame. It, it's so strange to me because I'm like, well, if it's modern, it has to be better than the original, right? 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 Okay, Snowcone. Right? Here's, here's an interesting thought trend to go on. Zebos is one of your favorite lines of all time, right? Yeah. Now, if it now the question is not if it's going to come back. The que- it is going to come back in this hypothetical scenario. When okay. it comes back, what company would you think would be best equipped to tackle it? Hmm... Uh, it would all depend on how they reiterate it. Um, that's a real toughie because like, there's not a lot of companies and I wouldn't say Glios ever. Um, I love Glios to death, but the way they work and the way that Zebos works could not work together. There's not really like a ball joint system toy like them. Um, you think they'd have to come up with a, a new system for this line to make it work? See if it wasn't ball joints, it, that like that's one of the things that makes them so amazing is because they were so wonderfully articulated simply due to the nature of their building mechanism. Oh, like um, you couldn't just make Zevos with like Revel Tech joint. Yeah, and you definitely couldn't do them with like the uh, Universal Glios joint uh, because the way it worked was like any joint, anything on those figures. Um, was like a universal bendy joint. And I mean, sometimes there'd be restrictions in like the way that you push the pin in the, like the, the ball in, but the socket. Yeah. Like, uh, so there'd be like, uh, if you're going to, if you're going to have an area that like the ball goes into the socket, then it's going to be on a spot. That's like, uh, the upward bend of an elbow. So that way it has almost completely 90 at, versus like having it be the other side to where it can't really rotate outside of like, that if the piece is going to have like some sort of ring on it or a cuff, um, I don't know. Um, I really don't know. 
Hasbro owns the rights to them still. They own the rights to stick uh, Stickfa and Zevos. That's just sitting around, and I doubt they'll ever bring it back. What is They're a like, well? Then what's a line that could go go to a new company in a hypothetical universe that you'd want to see go back? Like I'm, I'm trying to stretch your brain out here. Come on, like what? Think of something that's not say, active right now, like a brand or something, and think of a company that could take it on. Um, before I delve into that, I will say that um, those um, Target exclusive junk bots, Hexbot junk bots, that's a ball joint system. And the QC yeah, of those, well, see, they're pretty solid unless you've bought like a shit ton of them like I have and seen the issues that it could have. Some of those ball joints get loose, and that's kind of the nature of ball joints in general. So, like, I really don't know. Like, I love Zevos, but, like, you can't really play with them anymore because some of those plastics just cannot handle the tensile, like, strength that is required to upkeep, like, the actual ball joint um, resistance for it to stay sturdy. Um, but I don't know what else it could be. I don't know if we'll ever get anything like that again. Um, there'll be micro toy lines to do something similar, but it's never going to be exact. Yeah. And we've gotten some stuff like that. Um, we've gotten like, they had like the other weird robot things, the toys that look cool, but it's like, they're, they're all like mystery gimmicks. And I, I, I'll, I'll come right out and say, I don't have a problem with like mystery gimmicks and toys. Um, I mean, it could sometimes be a bit egregious, but at the same time, like if it's like something that, like, uh, the mystery mini brand thing that's been, out recently i think that's really cool for like figure photography yeah those are pretty uh pretty enjoyable um but that same company has done a couple other things they have like monster trucks and they did like dinosaurs with like guns on their back and um they also i think the same company did the other robot ones um and like those those catch on those still prove valuable profitable and useful um as far as like old toys that I'd like to see another company, man. I mean, it's like ugh, there's so much stuff I have. Like other than like wanting Bionicle to come back, like it's like one of my deepest desires is for like Bionicle to be back in the way that it was. Um, it's hard to say. I'd love to see like Jada Toys get the full license for Micro Machines from. Uh, Wicked Cool Toys, because Wicked Cool Toys specializes in, like, cheaper toys, and that's how they've treated the uh, Micro Machines brand, and it hurts, but, like, the Micro Machines are still popular enough to stay on shelves, but Jada Toys, that's the quality that I want, um, and uh, if, y'all, if y'all aren't fully familiar what I'm talking about, like, there's, like, the Jada Toys weird licensing vehicle three-packs that they've been doing where they did, like, Fast and the Furious, they did a couple of those... They did Jurassic that's Park. The, that's the uh, toy car company that's like Boomer for Boomers, yeah. right? Yeah, they they do uh, medium scale figures that you'll find in the Hot Wheels aisle that come with little figurines. Um, but they also do micro scale ones. I have some sitting over there. They did the GI Joe ones. They did a uh, the Snowcat, the um, His Tank, and the uh, two door Hummer variant of the uh, the GI Joe figure. I forget what it was called, like the Hound or something like that. I don't have a, I don't have a toy line to bring back, but I do have a toy line to pitch. Articulated, like Black Series, Legends, Lightning, that style of articulation for cryptids around the world. That could be like a cool Kickstarter line. Like imagine a really well-articulated Sasquatch. 
I feel like that could be the next boss fight studios wave. Yeah. Really articulated Mothman. Oh, did you see the uh the dwarf they put up for pre-order this week, Boingo? No. Because I remember you were interested in Oh, I can't remember if that is Boss Fight or if that's uh somebody else. Is it the Four Horsemen also does stuff like that? It's the dwarf from that video game that Death oh, Adder is also from. Storm Collectibles. Okay, Storm Collectibles. Why don't I just search Storm Collectibles on Big Bad Toy Store? Jesus Christ. Here's one thing I do know. If Zevos came back, I don't want it to be an adult-oriented collector brand. I want it to be a toy brand. Yeah. Uh, you talking about uh, Guyless Thunderhead? Yeah. Fuck yeah. He's sick. He comes with his little chicken leg, buddy. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know if he's $135. I don't know if he's $135 uh, sick, though, Big Bad Toy Store. Jesus. I mean, here's the thing, though. It, it's kind of, like, partially otaku marketing. It's like, where else are you going to get a Golden Axe toy, you know? Yeah. That's that's kind of how they sold Death Adder, too. But then a lot of people like me were looking at Death Adder going like, yo, I don't know nothing about Golden Axe, but that's a, that's a sick big muscle boy to have some of my superheroes fight. Yeah, no, like, I had Golden Axe, uh, a Golden Axe port for Game Boy Advance when I was a kid, and I loved the fuck out of Golden Axe, man. Well, like those skeleton soldiers look really sick too. Yeah, yeah, they always do. That that's gonna be that's gonna be my trouble if I ever have like a steady amount of money that I can just use. It's just like shit. I'm looking at half of this shit and I'm going like, man, I I want that. Yeah, you become the guy who just orders fucking tons of skeletons and weird weeb game figures. <laughs> have so... they ever made a Neku from the world ends with you? Maybe. I'm not sure. They have statues. They don't have posable fig. No, they have a posable fi- figure. Hey, it's based on the animation. Um, I know what I want to kind of come back. It's kind of still around, but like, fuck, is it pricey? Uh, Zoids in the better way, and not like the Zoids Wilds where it's like kitty shit. Yeah, oh, the- yeah, those new Zoids. A lot of people weren't vibing with them. I heard. Yeah, they're just not as good. Um. I'd like to see, um, thinking about it, there's, like, a couple of, like, specific old brands of, like, stuff that Matchbox and uh, Hot Wheels did that would be cool to see come back. There was a Matchbox, um, what was it called? Carnivores, with emphasis on car, I think it was called. Um, so, like, carnivores. And they were a bunch of, like, monsters that could turn into cars and stuff like that. Um, there Cody? was... Hello. I'm about to I'm about to make you a little ha- tiny bit happy. Kotopikia does have uh, more high-end model kits for Zoids. No, I know. They're expensive. Wow. Here's okay. an idea. Attack Pack reboot. Um, you're talking about the uh, the, the Hot Wheels um, monster things? Yeah, the, the Hot Wheels cars with big bitey mouths. The bitey Craig Hot Wheels. Yeah. Those, those are really cool. Um, I have... A fuck ton of those. Uh, you should send them all to Few, because he keeps begging people to send them to him, because he can't find them anywhere. No, they're mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Few. We're, we're, Modular Media is going to put out the definitive Attack Pack video. That's something that I personally love, because I had both the McDonald's toys and the uh, um, actual ones. Jesus Christ, I'm just looking through Big Bad Toy Store, and there is a $1,000 Nami figure. 
Yeah. This don't surprise me in the slightest. Nami from One Piece. So I guess what I could say is I'd like I don't really I still can't find a proper answer for like something that hasn't been done that I want a toy company to do. Um ooh, but I might have just thought of one. Ooh, who would I want though? I want the Avatar toys to come back. Avatar, James Cameron Avatar. Oh. I was about to say, Todd's got you covered if you want uh, Last Week Airbender. Considering no, the who's Avatar was Who's producing you. the new movie? Fuck you. I don't know. Uh, freaking fracking. I think it's still whoever did the first one. And there were figures in the first did. one. And I almost bought that freaking mech suit toy they made a bunch of times and just never did. I kept Dude, passing on it. All of these are good. Really? They got. It was so weird. All the toys for that were good, and the game that that originally released was good. And in some weird fucking universe, we are now getting a new Avatar game made by Ubisoft. It's Disney. Disney has the rights to that. Yeah. Um, so it might be Hasbro because they work so much with Hasbro. The fr- the fucking Avatar Pandora collection, new six inch line coming in. Whenever the fuck James Cameron finally puts out Avatar 2. Dude, if they were six inch scale, the Avatar, uh, what, the Namis or whatever? Navis? Navis. Yeah. The Navi race? It'd, it'd they'd be, be like eight feet tall. They'd be like 10 inches tall. Dude, if you go back yeah. and look at like the, the packaging for that line, like that's some of the best like toy packaging I've ever seen. Yeah, I saw figure. those on, uh, I saw those, uh, figures you posted in the chat on Fush Weekly this week. It's yeah, the, the came in from Doro Hedoro. Yeah, the uh the lizard man is articulated, but the girl is just a statue. Oh, the, yeah, the lizard I was man. looking at those on a uh, big bad toy store, and those are very strange because they're both like two hundred fucking dollars a piece, and they both come with like static statues that are other characters from that show that I have no connection to. Um, I've just never seen anything like that before. I mean. Here's the thing, uh, the lizard one uh, specifically, he's the uh, he's the only one that fights out of the two of them, and it's the big lady who does isn't articulated in the other one. That's weird. Yeah, because she's the she's a fighter character in the in the thing. Because I started Doro Hedoro. I need to finish it, but man, I'm just still trying to think. Um, that's such a unique question. That's gonna have me like my. That's gonna have my brain like pumping for the rest of the week. Cause I never really think about like what companies I want to do things. I just think about how I want things to come back and whether or not they would be good since there's no way to know. Oh, oh fuck. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Hell yeah. What's going on? Uh, fucking Hiroshi Fukujita is coming back for superhero Senki. Okay. The face actor for Kamen Rider one will be in the new big super sentai and Kamen Rider crossover movie. That's out in a couple months. Oh, Ichigo? Yeah. Look at look at fucking Grandpa Ryder. Look at his resplendent ass. Hell yeah, Segata Sinchiro. I'm gonna put that on the on the fucking t- to talk about list for Twit right now. Yeah, I think I'd really like uh the toy line Matchbox uh Mega Rigs to come back because that was another toy line that had like a mix and match playstyle to where even if you bought a five dollar option. It still came with like a vehicle that could come apart and like function as at least at the very least two separate things. So you still got yourself a little baby playset in a box. And 
I've said it like a thousand times before, but I'm pretty sure it's because of like the economic situation of like my upbringing. That's why I love shit like that because you get one like you're in a toy store and you could barely get one option, so you go for the the thing you could do the most of with like almost nothing. And that's why I always loved mini cons because they were like micro machines, but there was always three. And they and turned into robots. Yeah. yeah, you know, mini cons were great. I hope one day we can get mini cons on the quality of the original mini cons in Hasbro. Well, apparently that quality didn't really exist, and I was just imagining it. So a lot of them are not good, but the 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 micro masters were also not that good. So. Who knows? I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to just, like, not give you an answer for that. That's fine. You can stew on it for a little bit. Oh, I'll stew. You'll stew Magoo. Stick it in a stew. Um, I'd like to see Microman return. Um, Boss Fight could do that, maybe, or just Bandai. Um, what about Micronauts? It's the same thing. Okay. I was thinking, like, the Marvel Micronauts thing. I'm just trying to look at things. Ooh. Ooh, ooh! Uh, Super Seven does a line of Mighty Ducks figures. There you go. Hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! Oh, you know what? Expanded a little bit. Gargoyles. They're uh, next to gargoyles. Oh sweet! Yep. They just uh, teased Demona last week. Oh, yeah, I'm all in for that, dude. Neca can take my money for that one. Oh fuck it, dude! Let Neca do the uh, other ones too. I just want more Mighty Ducks figures. Those those things are awesome. No, but also be cool to see brand new figures of uh, Buzz Lightyear on Star Command. Yes! Oh, oh man, you're fucking squeaming my beam. <laughs> no, you know what I really want? And it's, you'll probably want it too, but it's like, this is this would be my crack. I want super articulated, really poseable versions of Darkwing Duck in the Rogues Gallery in there. That already exists twice. Re- I... Well, not the Rogues Gallery, but like you know, they did Mega Duck, and like they did the the Funko did their Saturday morning, like Disney Saturday morning line. I I want I've... a fig- figure as posable as a Marvel Legends and Darkwing. Yeah, I think there's like a Mezco Mega Duck Darkwing Duck uh, offering that comes with like a shit ton of shit, and I think I've showed it to you before. You might have. I have shit memory, remember? No. Yeah. Um. One other thing I could think of that we don't really have an offering for ever. Um, I grew up playing the Armyman games. Not that they're really anything to remember too much. Um, but I'd like to see some sort of like posable Armyman toy line. Very cool. Because you could pretty much go any direction with that. Oh, shit. That's I just saw this modeled version of uh, Tetsuo's bike. Oh, uh, no, Kaneda's. Kaneda! I think that's meant to go with a figure. Yeah. I just really love the bike. Uh, it'd be nice to see uh, Hot Wheels compete with the rising popularity of um, the Micro Machines reboot because in my controversial anti-my-own-opinion or shit-that-I-say uh, opinion, the Hot Wheels micro cars were more interesting and cooler uh, during the Atomics in a Planet Micro line than the uh some of the micro machines offerings. You're right, Cody. They there is a Darkwing like that dynamic ancient hero. Oh yeah. Uh, we were uh is that still up for pre order? Yep. We were uh we were joking back and forth one day like all right which one of which one of us fuckers is gonna get Chris this for Christmas this year? 
Don't. It's too much. Don't worry about that. Yeah. It do be on the pricier side. Yeah. But it's beautiful. It's a bad. You know what would be a really cool. This would be a multimedia reboot kind of thing. But you know what would be fun to see? Inspector Gadget. Somebody just did a gadget. Who the fuck was that? What I mean is, like, do. Do a full multimedia reboot, brand new cartoon, brand new toy. Oh, yeah. yeah, I could be down for that. Like, make a better articulated version of the McDonald's Inspector Gadget toy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. I used to have a complete version of that. I loved it. I've I've seen like four of those go through Toy Federation since I started going there regularly. It's somewhere. I have it somewhere. Cody disconnected. Oh dear, we lost the roller coaster. Stop being a chode, code. See, part of me wants to just call him to make sure he's all right, but also he was using his phone to talk to us in the first place. What if his battery just died? Who knows? Who knows what might have happened? Oh my god, he's completely gone now. Yeah. Uh, I was getting ready to end the podcast too, and now I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it without Cody here. He can't plug his shit. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike. He Cody definitely has shit to plug. He definitely has projects online that he's working on all the time, twenty four seven. That man's on the grind. Uh, there was some. Yeah, no, Inspector Gadget. A lot of people recently have been saying they want Super Seven. I, I said this fucking last week. A lot of people want Super Seven to do the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Yeah, let me call him real quick. Fuck it. Call has been forwarded through an automatic voice message system. Yeah, I think I his just, phone died. His phone died. I think his phone died. Oh my god. And that's the only way we have to get a hold of him, too. <laughs> I wonder how long it's going to take him. Yeah, who knows? No, I still think there's I think there's money in the uh, cryptid toy line. I see it being fun. I have too many ideas that need too much money to make them even viable. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of modular right now. It's just going like, oh, yeah, we could do that when we have money. No, like, legit, I had a completely different, unrelated entertainment idea. Oh, okay. Like, it was a food processing idea to sell in supermarkets. Excuse me? I've also had, like, an idea for, like, frozen pizzas. Oh. Like, an invention for frozen pizzas. That's That's so vague, I'm not sure if I fully comprehend. I'm trying to be vague. So I can keep the idea in my back pocket. Because <laughs> it's a golden idea. It's good ideas. I, I chuck full of them. Just getting them out on paper. That's the big problem. Confirmed for phone died. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Cody just messaged us. Oh boy. Nah. You are shit at pantomime. I am terrible at pantomime. There's about five minutes of us pantomiming while trying to get Snowcone to message us back that y'all aren't going to hear because we truncate silence on this show. No, oh like, legit, you are shit. Like, your syllables are too small. You're not talking. You're just... Because that's all I know how to do. I, was ne- I never played charades. Easiest thing to do. Try and say watermelon without saying... They'll say, you, you do the movements of watermelon with your mouth, and you look a lot like you're actually talking. That's a lot better. But I also need to, like, understand how you move when you talk and all that kind of stuff. I, I, I was on stage for, like, two years in high school, and I, that was, that's all I retained from that. That's fair. I mean, like, I don't understand 
my own movements at all. Like I'll be surprised sometimes when we have camera on for recording and I'm just like, Oh, is that what I do? Okay. Maybe I, maybe I would have been better served to be that kid making silly faces in front of the mirror. All right. So we'll just end without Cody. So why don't yeah. you, you plug Busto shit. I'll plug uh chodes and then we'll plug our own. All right. Hey, everybody, you should check out uh, Miriam of Buster Core. They are a fantastic video analyst who is a member of Modular Media, making uh, video analysis editorials about all kinds of stuff. Uh, Tokusatsu, modern cartoons, video games, you name it, they've covered it. Go check out their stuff at the Buster Core YouTube page and follow them on Twitter at Bluey Buster. Hell yeah, I'm trying to make sure I got uh, some info up for the code, boy. Because I want to make sure I get it right. So, Cody Brooks is also a member of Modular Media. He hangs out with us. He's gearing up to do some things. But usually he's just here on the podcast with us. You can follow him on Twitter at SnowCone83. And pretty much, if you want to see if he's anywhere, type that in. It's probably going to be his username. I know that's his username on Instagram as well. No, it's never robot on Instagram. Never underscore robot on Instagram. Fuck me, I guess. All right. Well, I am. Uh, actually, you should plug your own stuff first because then I, I'm, I'm the host, so I have to do all the modular plugs after my stuff. Hey, howdy, 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 howdy. I'm Chris Boingo Writer Gaston. I make video essays and editorial on Boingo Writer on YouTube. I also have a Twitter and an Instagram at Boingo underscore writer. And. I have several projects in the up-running. For some reason, I'm tweeting out a lot of pictures of televisions. Make of that what you will. Hint, hint. Video killed the radio star. Obviously, you're going to be reviewing that iconic song. Plug your shit. Hey, everybody. I'm the Vacuuminator. I'm a toy reviewer here on YouTube. Uh, My most recent review... By the time you're hearing this, will be the Star Wars The Black Series Phantom Menace Jar Jar Binks. So, uh, you know, if you're a fan of one of the best characters in the entire Star Wars saga, that I say with absolutely no sarcasm, you should check it out. Go to youtube.com slash the vacuuminator. That's spelled T-H-E-V-A-C-U-U-M-I-N-A-T-O-R. And follow me on Twitter at the vacuuminator and follow my Instagram at the underscore vacuuminator for weekly daily daily uploads of action figure photography and go ahead and follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to if you want to hear more it's simple and easy to do uh follow us on youtube give us your support there give us a like give us a comment subscribe ring the bell in order to enable notifications follow us on twitter at the modular media for updates on all the modular shows as they're coming out and join our subreddit r slash modular media and uh hey uh boingo yes did we get any voicemails this week i don't think we did excellent great uh that's the end of the show everybody i hope you had a good time bye